Hey everyone and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast from Mailfuzz TV. I am Peter and joining me as always is Matt. Hey, what's up? Connor's also here. Yes. <laughs> the enthusiasm. We talk about DC Comics on this show and coming up on this week's episode, we'll be talking about Batman and the Outsiders issue 1, Detective Comics 1003, Wonder Woman issue 70, The Flash issue 70, Shazam issue 5, The Batman Who Laughs number 5, Supergirl 30, Hawkman 12, and Wonder Twins issue 4. And notably Superman's not there because it's usually this week. I I got yep. confused myself because I went looking for it and went, wait, why is, why is there no Superman? I got pushed to next week. So, yeah, uh, that's coming next week, uh, which is fine. Uh, so, yeah, so top of DC Comics, that's what we Yeah, Lack of Superman made me buy Batman the Outsiders in physical because <laughs> I, I couldn't fathom not because you were at the shop and you were like yeah. oh, hang on I, I, i've got four dollars here that i haven't spent so exactly yes might now, as well now next week he goes out of the shop though he's like wait i'm four dollars short <laughs> what's what's going on <laughs> no because next week's been, been, been pretty short i don't get aquaman in physical anymore so oh, okay. yeah basically yeah. So ne- ne- next week's a new week it doesn't count <laughs> yeah i don't count okay um, there's just uh, this is <laughs> smart financing here. Uh, once a new week's reset, any guilt you had the previous week is is wiped clean. Hey, if you get I paid mean... weekly, uh, if you get paid <laughs> weekly, sure that works. That, that's how my food choices go. Like whatever <laughs> happened last week doesn't count now. So, that's why I hate it Taco Bell so much. I, I apply that logic to the previous hour. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's... Yes. Oh yeah, I had four donuts in the last hour. That's fine. I'm good now. It's a new hour. I'm allowed to eat. I, I literally I had like a full burger, and, yeah, burger and fries meal, and then like an hour later, I went, yeah, I can have four donuts. And, and, yeah, I'm gonna eat again in, in like you know two hours you, when we're done here. You, you know what I had for lunch yesterday? They had they had a little barbecue for us at work, and they they were making steaks. So I had, I, had, I had two steaks, a, a thing of grilled chicken or a piece of grilled chicken, macaroni and cheese, two rolls. A donut and a brownie with ice cream on top. This is a meal I can get behind. Yeah, that and that was all from work. They're like, take more. I was like, I can't. So, yeah, uh, but that's 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 all I ate really yesterday. Oh no, that's not true because then we went to Black Bear for dinner. Ignore <laughs> ignore what I said. <laughs> <laughs> to to which then I went on a tear to where the the server went. Wow, are you gonna leave anything for the rest of the people at the restaurant? So, yeah. Didn't, well, didn't like five minutes before we started, wasn't Matt complaining he hasn't eaten? I, I have not eaten since, that was at six o'clock yesterday. I haven't eaten since then. It, it's 10.30 my time right now. Yeah, so. I, I've been scaling back. I've, I've been trying to improve my diet a little bit. Not, not you know, super amount, but a little bit. Uh, I just want to put a disclaimer here that no one should be taking any dietary advice from Connor in any way, shape or form ever, right? Just, just want to I, put that out there. I am a qualified nutritionist. It is a a miracle Connor is not 500 pounds. I'm just going to say that right now. It is a miracle. If he he had my genetics, he'd probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd be screwed. I'm I'm, kind of lucky in that area. (laughs) I look look at certain foods and gain weight. Yes, yes, I am the same. I, I have to try and curb it a little bit. So, uh, so that, that has been the diet portion. Of uh of this, of week this show. DC comic show. <laughs> well, as as I'm looking, trying to find this this British candy bar, I saw a picture of, it, which is only making my hunger worse. So yes, it's it's all relevant because the Flash is this week, and and it's all about metabolism. Oh okay. 
that is as loose a connection to make that on topic as you could have ever have done. And it's better than what you did. Which I just nothing. I I just went for it. I just said okay, you know. Oh boy! All right, we have one bit of news this week. Uh, just a bit of scheduling, but it's an interesting bit of scheduling. So, Heroes in Crisis issue 9, the final issue of the book, was supposed to come out on week 4 of this month. It has been pushed one week. Although, not because of uh, artist delays or creators, you know, scheduling anything like that. It's been pushed one week so that it's out on the same day as Heroes in Crisis. Uh, sorry, as Doomsday Clock, rather. Uh, Doomsday Clock issue 10, which is next up. And oh. apparently it's got something to do with a plot beat in that Doomsday Clock that they wanted to coincide with. Which... It's interesting. I mean, I think, you know, in the past, when I think early on in Heroes in Crisis, when we were talking about fixing everything that it was doing, <laughs> we were saying, oh, how, how long is uh, Doomsday Clock, you know, finish it after after this? And obviously it was a different answer at the time. But the, the speculation being that, oh, may, maybe whatever it does will be in some way reversed or fixed by Doomsday Clock. And I'm not necessarily jumping on that train and saying that's what's going to happen here. I just think it's interesting that it does seem to, in some way, in the greater universe have relevance to what Heroes in Crisis is doing when it's ending. So, we'll see. Yeah, it, it just makes me think that Heroes in Crisis just doesn't matter. You know, like, good good for Tom King for telling the story of, you uh, know... Are you saying it matters as little as Doomsday Clock ultimately matters? No, because I feel like at the end it will have a lasting effect from something from Doomsday Clock, whether it's the Legion or JSA or... Or something versus Heroes in Crisis. I feel like this is something that's just going to get blown past whenever somebody wants to use Wally I, um, again. I I think marketing Heroes in Crisis as an event was a mistake. Big I think time. it should have just been. If this is just no, no, no it's a mini series. King's doing a, a story. I think there will be a lot less frustration from people around it. Mm -hmm. Oh, excuse all the problems, but I mean in terms of the. Uh, the anticipation, the hype, and the expectation of how much it should affect the universe. Well, I feel like Wally West fans wouldn't care how it's marketed. No, no, they probably wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I well, mean, even I... if it was, again, we, we talked about this, we talked about Heroes and Heroes. If it was something that was interesting with Wally instead of what had happened, you know, it just, it doesn't, it's not going to stick the landing. And yeah, I think I'm, that's... I'm, I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it would be a yeah. better book. I'm just saying expectation-wise, I think, put it as an event, there's a, there's an expectation that it'll have these big repercussions at the end. Whereas at this stage of where it is in the story, I feel like not having that would probably benefit it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It, it's just funny that uh, the guy that works in my comic shop pointed this out because he asked how I was feeling about Wally. And I was like, you know, it kind of sucks because he's, he's my flash. and But I have Bart, you know, Bart's my kid flash. And... He goes, you know, think about it. It's almost as if DC has this rule. There's only allowed to be two flashes at one time. And for the longest time, it was Wally and Bart. And now it's Barry and Bart. And for a while, it was Barry and, and Wally, you know? And then mm -hmm. the 90s hits. And it's like now they're they're running like this two-man weave. And one gets left out. And that kind of sucks as a Flash fan because I love all three. So. Yeah, hell, I'd like four. Where's Jay? Mm. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. So, um... Doomsday Clock, that's definitely coming out that week, right? I think so. I, I, I'll think they push Heroes and Crisis to coincide with it if they're not confident that that issue... Because that issue's yeah. already been pushed anyway. Like, it's, at that point, it's already two months. Everyone likes to crack jokes about Doomsday Clock being delayed, but, like, ultimately, 
most of them are just over two months since the last issue, which is what it's supposed to be. Yeah. The reason why it always sounds silly is because they keep not just pushing the next ones back and they pretend that it's still coming out on the original date, so they have to push it back eight times until it's then two months after the previous issue. Yeah. I think some of them have got up like, to like three months. No, there was one that kind of got that far, which is why everything kind of got knocked back a month from where it was. Most of them have been just over two months. Yeah. Look, it's funny just to say they keep getting delayed. Just yeah, but it, yeah, but it's, it's not like entirely accurate. I feel like people like to... It was a joke. It wasn't meant to be entirely accurate. Tough. <laughs> I'm poking holes you know, in it anyway. This said, I, I'm much more invested in Doomsday Clock. Oh, yeah, than easily. Than Heroes in Crisis, too. And, you know... But again, I appreciate Kane trying to tell that story, but like, yeah, I forget which one of you said it, but marketing as a event was a big mistake. So. Yes, that was Connor. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm still kidding. looking at candies. I'm going to find this damn thing. I'm not, not going to take credit for it. Oh, dear. Um. Oh, we're getting books there. We don't actually have uh, as much to talk about before the books this week. So we could talk about the new issue one, Batman and the Outsiders, issue one by Brian Edward Hill and Dexter Soy on the art. Um, this has, of course, been delayed itself, actually, for quite a bit. Yeah. Um, apparently it was... I mean, nothing in this issue tells me what it is, but uh, apparently it was for continuity reasons. It wasn't like, oh, they were behind or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Which is unfortunate because I feel like it definitely lost some momentum not following on from his little run on Detective when it's yeah so clearly a lead into this like you know um, even more directly than I think I'd uh, expected. Yeah, it references a couple of things from from that arc. Uh, we're introduced to these new characters that start this father daughter, um, and we learn a bit more about them later from Batman about you know them being in this program that were they were experimented on. <laughs> very very much like what was happening in Silencer. That's what it made me think of. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Because then, then we find out who is behind it all. Like, kind of like, oh, okay, that's what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's this villain, you know, kills the father, and uh, I will say I really like these pages. Uh, she uh, gets thrown off the this this you know this highway and lands in a, a tanker. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a really fun action sequence. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, fun's pretty great words. throughout. Yeah, oh, the art is pretty great throughout. Uh, and then we're interested in the team, and it's you know it's, it's Duke and Cass, and try to follow orders from Black Lightning, and they're not really functioning as a team very well. You know, there's there's some doubt, there's some mistrust. Um, Probably my biggest problem with this first issue is is just the Black Lightning constantly reminding them that they're a team. Mm. And I'm just like, yeah, I mean, had this come out right after his detective run yeah but there's been so much time in between you know it just it feels yeah no i get it because it feels like this this isn't a first mission right it's there still has been time passed between yeah uh you know that detective stuff and this now so they've been functioning semi-functioning for at least a little bit right Mm. but it just it feels i I don't want to say uneven but it's just it feels like a different black lightning than that we had back, and it's probably not. It's just the time in between. So, but hey, we get Cass. That's good. I missed. I miss seeing her in the pages of a comic. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is definitely the spiritual successor to Titan's Detective Run for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's about team book. Um, 
I like this issue one quite a bit. I, I think it, it does a neat job of setting up the story without trying to cram too much of it in. So, because sometimes with an issue one, there's one or two things that'll happen. It'll feel overstuffed because they want to get through enough mm-hmm. of the plot to make you feel like you've got a substantial chunk. Yeah. Or it'll feel like there's not enough plot because they just want to introduce things but don't bother setting up enough to make you hooked. Right. I feel like by the end of this issue, I get a clear sense of, okay, team dynamics, interesting where we are in the, with the characters right now, and also setting up enough plot where I like, okay, I understand the hook. I understand where this is going, yeah. at least for now. Uh, so no, I think... it, was, it was a really good issue one. Like, it was... Um, we always just say Tynan's detective run kind of felt like an X-Men book. Mm-hmm. This definitely leans into that for me when we get to the ending. <laughs> yeah, I, oh, I yeah. wasn't a huge fan of the ending. I thought it was a bit yeah. cliche. Like, I don't know, a bit seen it before. Um, um, yeah, but, but don't wrong, I'm curious to see where to, yeah, I'm there is time to, to do stuff with it. it. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious because I've never seen this done with like a bat book before. No, because because where Connor's coming from, it's a total X Men thing. So it, it's yeah. at least different for these characters. Uh, it is. It is. It just as a cliffhanger, I was like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm gonna call him Green Hair Bishop. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And it, it sets up some interesting dynamics. You know, like Black Lightning and Katana have a very different dynamic than the mm-hmm. other characters do. The younger characters. Yeah, um, they're and... co-leaders by the end of their scene together. Yeah, which yeah. which I do like uh, because I like that Black Lightning goes to her to, you know, and, and she's like, "Well, I need a challenge." And he's like, "Well, I I don't know what to do with a sword," and she's like, "Every child knows what to do with a sword. Just do do your best and challenge me." And then it flips around later when, you know, uh, he tells her to challenge him as a leader. So yeah, and. Because we get some set up with the characters, and then Batman calls him in and says, okay, so this thing happened in, uh, what was it? LA. LA, thank you. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, hey, so it's this happened. It's weird getting you know, real cities in the DC universe. You know what would be cool? Make it, set it in Via Hermosa. Try to bring Catwoman in a little bit. You know, that that's DC's LA. Yeah. Like, that would have been cool. But, you know. Uh, so Batman explains the backstory and what happened and how... The mother died after the the experiments. You know, Batman kind of saved people from this experiment stuff, uh, but unfortunately, someone's hunting them down. Someone who knows what they are. So you know, it's classic scene. Rooftop. Batman's given the mission. Um, here's your task, and he kind of leaves off. I'm I'm kind of cool with like if Batman just functions in this book, it's kind of like a Nick Fury who comes in and gives like yeah. them a mission, and then more or less leaves. Yeah. I'm yeah. actually kind of cool with that. Let let it focus on the other characters a little bit. Yeah. See, uh, I, I would this be if it, just... if it wasn't called Batman and the Outsiders, because yeah. that's a bit of a misnomer. Well, I forgot because I got so excited for it to be, you know, Black Lightning, Katana, and and the younger uh, ones working together. And then I remembered it was called Batman and the Outsiders, and I, and I lined up with Connor. I was like, oh, he's supposed to be like this team. But I feel like this is how Hill's going to get around Batman, quote, leading the team. And it's going to be you know, Black Lightning's team yeah. by the end, because he's the one in the field. Batman is just kind of delegating. Honestly, yeah. like, context is everything. I don't really care that it's called Batman the Outsider, because I get they're just doing that to sell books. <laughs> like, that, that is literally the only reason why it's called oh, that. Oh, Peter, you cynic. <laughs> it, annoys, it annoys me, though. I, I, I agree that's why they're doing it. But I think if that's what you're calling, if you're going to be, you know, go, hey, no, this is a Batman book, we're selling it on, on, the, on that premise, Bloody better be some Batman in the team. Yeah, but I mean, it's also I don't know if I, I I don't know if I agree with that. What, what would you rather have, honestly? Would you rather have a book that focuses on other characters and they just use Batman's name to sell the book so it can exist, or would you rather not have the book this way? 
I would rather them just call it the outsiders and see how far it lasts. No, but that's not an option I'm not... here. I'm, that's, that's not an option in this why, equation. Why is it not an option? Because they're not going to do that. Well, they could do that. The Outsiders is already well, a thing that exists. It's well, got enough yeah, recognition. But, but we know they're not going to do that, though. So, so the question here is between either you you have Batman forced into it, and you know we have another Batman book, which we already have tons of, or you just use the name, live with it, and get your book that has different characters getting the spotlight. This whole thing, like, it's always been Batman and the Outsiders, and what changed that was when Nightwing had his team. Yeah, and yeah. it wasn't called Batman and the Outsiders then, was no, it? No. But uh, yeah, but no, but they were trying to get away from that. Here, it ties back into Batman, so I get that. Like, I could see them dropping the Batman from the title later, you know. But I just uh, the Outsiders by itself as a name, those books don't last very long, you know. So if if they want this to last long, you got to put the stupid Batman name. On I mean, it. then you should have yeah. the stupid Batman in the team. No, like I don't want it to change what it is. Just just incorporate the title. I, I really don't care. This is not a problem for me at all. This is purely semantics. Ah, it bothers me. Uh, like, I just don't care. I, I'm at the point where Batman's gonna be there because he sells. So, and if anybody tries to tell me otherwise, then you're you're fooling yourself. Well, yeah, but so Matt, at least Pete, at least Pete admits it. Yeah, you know but, what I mean. But, but would would you rather they they shoehorn him in more just to justify the title, or would you rather just use the well, title to to make sure the book exists? No, it's it's fine. I mean, because, you know, we kind of buried the lead that Ra's al Ghul is responsible for this. So, of course, Batman's going to have to be involved. Oh, yeah, we, know, find, but... we find out at the end when uh, the future dude yeah. shows up. Because uh, yeah. we find out uh, the person who's behind the, the, the murder of her father is a guy called Ishmael. Right. And this guy from the future is called Calibur. Or at least that's what he's saying. He's what... Bishop. Yeah, he's saying call me Calibur. And he's like, yeah, I'm from the future. And he's he's all kind of, all Lobo-esque in some ways. Yeah. But, yeah. but um, yeah, so if Batman's just like, you know, this is his idea. They're on the outside of it. So they're, you know, I just want to know, like, here's my problem with continuity is the, all the different teams Batman's involved with at this point. You know, it's it, it, this, the Justice League. The different right. Bat family stuff. Right now it is technically just this and the Justice League team. Yeah. Line. So I think, but there's there's been moments where he's got a hand in every well, but yeah, because he had a hand in Titans when when Dick was there, you know. Yeah, but that's that's all so, done with now. So, but no, I'm just saying, like it's fine. I've come to terms with it, and if I pick at it more, I'm gonna get more irritated. So I'm not gonna pick anymore. <laughs> Which is why he's good. He's just uh, a mentor role. Yes, yeah. and that, and that's fine. I just I forgot that it was Batman and the Outsiders. I had to go back and check when he was just like, hey. Jeff, the penthouse is yours, and then he takes off. Yeah, that, this uh, this, this caliber character, he gave me a bit of a Terminator vibe actually, partly because he's coming from the future. Uh, I, I think yeah. it's actually the shotgun. It, it reminds me of Kyle Reese's shotgun from the first Terminator yeah. movie. I think. Well, well that's, that's probably probably what they were going for, right? I mean, yeah. The whole Days of Future Past was post Terminator, right? I think I so. Think. Yeah. So, you know, coming coming from that future to to save it, save the past. Like, are those uh, yeah. green bits on him? Are they checking their kryptonite? I don't know. I don't know if this is going to tie into Superman. Yeah, well, you they're... have this whole this whole arc's called Lesser Gods, and so it makes me think like it's this future that these these mute like meta enhanced people from Roz have gone to war, and it's created this wasteland. So 
Um, I don't. I don't think Superman's going to be involved there. Yeah, I think that's just a, that's just your your DC brain seeing green and you green. Know, Kryptonite. Yeah. You know yeah. it'd be cool eventually if if Hill brought in Silencer. I feel like her and Katana mm. would get along great. Hey, you know, I think this would be a great place for Silencer to be after her book's done. Yeah, yeah. Be yeah. on this team. Bring bring Sideways in too. That'd Hell, who cool. knows? Maybe that's why it was delayed. Maybe it was like, oh no, Silencer's going to end with this issue, so it has to like issue yeah. three or four of this has to coincide. Yeah, with... I just can't help that this this last arc of Silencer deals with you know Roz creating superhumans or metahumans. And that this—that's what this opens with, mm-hmm. you know. I just—I just look at that. But yeah, no. If they want to put all of our wayward heroes that we that we like, you know, uh, have a, have a crossover with the Justice League of China here, <laughs> like, I'm perfectly okay with this book being that one. Yeah. Um, I actually quite liked it. I, I think they're really good throughout. Yeah. Um, I I like most of these characters, of course, getting time, which is always nice. Uh, but I think I did a good job of setting up his plot. Uh, giving me the, the hook at the end, but even without the the time travel thing at the end, it like just yeah. okay. So here's here's our, our our problem, but we're not going to rush everyone into investigating it right away. We spend most of the book after that opening scene just mm-hmm. establishing our four core characters and where they're doing, yeah. who they are, what their relationships are right now, how they're feeling with each other, the fact that yeah. the events of the arc in Detective Comics is still kind of weighing on some of them, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Uh, talking Superman likes Katana, right? Because he's he's grilled us about. Lack of katana love. I, I cannot I remember. I don't, I don't <laughs> dislike katana. Uh, no, but I, I thought that her scene here with her doing the the uh, samurai, yeah. you know, the whole blessing the sword just, and whatnot. Just on, was... on the art, that did anyone else think that was a, a severe amount of cleavage out of nowhere? Yeah, that's on so katana. You guys are yeah. higher on the yeah. art. Yeah, you guys are higher on the art than I am. Dexter's always fine. I I would never pick up a book because soy is on the mm-hmm. book. Uh, there's some some of the panels with Bruce. Just the way that he's drawn and, and Soy's style, it's just not for me. I like, it's I, very manga esque. So I like Soy's art, yeah. um, but I agree that when it gets to that Katana, yeah. and, I mean, I, I like that scene with Katana and, and Black Lightning. Yeah, but they, yeah. There was yeah, there yeah. was all of a sudden like, why is she in a you know a, a bathrobe that's that kimono? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why is it all left open? You think sexy? It, it just kind of came out of nowhere, and it's so yeah. un Katana, right? Who's usually yeah. very covered up. Yeah. Well, yeah. Is yeah, it, it feels like comic books. We wanted cleavage, so there's cleavage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what it feels like. Oh. Um, all right, what are you rating it, Matt? Uh, I'm gonna get seven point five. Good, good. You know, solid start. Connor, uh, seven. I will give a. I'll give it eight. I, I liked it. Um, I'm looking forward to the next issue. Um, and I, I having been reading some Hell's other work as well over at Marvel on top of his detective run. I'm gonna be getting a, a taste for his. His, uh, his writing style, yeah. Uh, so we'll move on in. To Detective Comics 1003, Peter J. Tomasi writing with Brad Walker on the art. Uh, last issue ended, of course, with Damien being uh, you know, taken and then uh, Arkham Knight revealed herself to him. Uh, as we Wait, fi- what? Yes, as we find out in this issue, uh, Arkham Knight is, is a woman and we actually see her face really early on and... Much like Damien, because Damien literally says for the audience, yeah, I have no idea who you are. <laughs> Your face is meaningless. I hated that, because I feel like you you probably should have just showed her face at the end of last issue then, had that been the moment. Rather, because the end of the last issue was, oh, we're not seeing who it is, right? It's a big mystery. They're building that, yeah, cliffhanger. And then this time it's like, there is no way we could have known who it was, so you might as well have just shown us. 
Um, how do you end an issue? How do you end an issue on that though? If if it, if it ends with Damien just going, I have no idea who you are. <laughs> you don't have to have his re- reaction. You can still have her pulling off the helmet. No, and, that'd be know. worse. That'd be way worse. You kidding me? You just show her face, and then we all go, "Are we, are we supposed to know who this is?" No, 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 no. I'm not saying you have to, <laughs> you know, like do a whole big thing about it, but um, or the, the, we're just gonna be able to argumentate a lady in that in that sure, at the end of the, that. The, the final page of the last issue. If you actually just showed even the back of her head, you know, the, the same pose, you're just not cutting off the head. Mm-hmm. You lose. You, you're not losing anything. You, you, you're not. There's no reason to have this extra mystery there. It's just for the sake of it. Frustrated. Yeah. I read this article and it made a really good selling point that this was that future Tim Drake <laughs> that they set up in Titans of Tomorrow and and who got lost to the time stream. That would have been cool. Because it was Tomasi and they're pulling threads. And now when, when Pete said it was a lady, I'm like, unless something drastically changed, it's definitely not Tim <laughs> I, Drake. I think what's particularly annoying about this to me is that the issue starts with oh we get that reveal of who is it and it's it's nobody right it, we're like who the hell is this and Wait, then by the end of the clarify issue, it's act- not nobody it's <laughs> no, someone no, we don't it, know who it is right yeah. it, you're just like who the hell's this and then by the end of the issue we actually know who it is and I'm like, it, it kind of feels really deflated because of that to me so we find out who this is over yeah, the course of the issue? Yeah, at the end of the issue, we find out exactly who it is. Because uh, basically, my, my thing, as soon as... Because when Damien gets back to Batman, he says, oh, she's late teens, maybe just hitting 20. And I'm like, okay, this is someone's daughter. Who, whoever this is, we, yeah. know her, we know her parents, right? Um, and the big reveal is is that it's actually Arkham's daughter. She, she's... Uh, what was her first name? Astrid. Astrid, yeah. She's Astrid Arkham. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that was my reaction too. I, I I love the mythology of of the different families in Gotham and Arkham being one of them, you know, with the cobble pots and the canes and the Waynes, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But now, now you start doing this, and it always feels like I'm not gonna lie. Destiny. I didn't hate any of this. I was kind of fine with it all. I honestly feel enthusiastic about any of it, but I don't hate any of it. Uh, no, I I really didn't like this this bit. I was, I was not feeling the uh, the identity. Because had he done something that would have been like interesting with it, I might have been pulling me back. Because I, I, I had been thinking about what you guys had said about the you know the last two issues. And I was like, maybe I'm going to jump back in if this you know, reveal of Arkham Knight's up there. And it just deflated that balloon. So much whiplash in this book because there are lots of things in the middle of this issue that I really yeah. like. Yeah, it's Batman and Robin working together because because she lets some Damien go. She's like, I, I want you to be a future ally, so you're free to go. And you know he. he... I I do think it's a little weird because she starts talking about the the bond between parent and child, right? And and the the implication being that she's going to be a mothering figure for Damien is is the way she treats it. Yeah, I thought she was much older based on. So I thought she was like thirty odd, based on that. And then Damien's right. like, oh, late tweet teens, maybe twenty. I'm like. Okay, that recontextualizes that whole scene in a very weird way. Yeah, so, so Damien gets out and he uses his uh, his emblem and his, his uh, outfit with a spotlight yeah. to sort of make a Robin signal for Batman to find him. Uh, they scan for bugs to make sure he wasn't followed or traced yeah, or anything that, like that. Because that's why, yeah, Batman's like, why the hell didn't you just come back to the cave? Yeah. And yeah. he's like, well, I mean, I didn't know if she'd planted anything. I was like, oh, that's actually a good reason. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, no, it is. He always, Tomasi, no matter how you feel about different arcs, his his Bruce and and uh, Damien is solid. No, it's like, good because because they realize that he was underground, so they take this uh, 
subterranean vehicle. <laughs> I don't even know what I call it. Yeah. Um, and Damien's like, oh, I'm going to drive then. And he's like, okay, fine. And he's like, oh, really, Father? All right. <laughs> Which is such a nice twist on, because we had a, a good handful of these moments in, in Tomasi's Batman and Robin, where, mm-hmm. where Bruce was always like, no, you're like 10. Stop driving the car. Yeah. yeah. I am. Um, no, I, I, I've been driving since I was five years old. I like this <laughs> issue more than the last <laughs> issue, if I'm honest. Um, the reveal because i almost felt relieved it was someone we didn't know actually i well, i just i i that's th- great but you think about the name and it's yeah she's no. an arkham and she's arkham Knight. that's yeah, like no that's 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 my thing i yeah. liked it when she was a no one when when we just got oh we, we heard her name yeah. was astrid somewhere in the issue yeah. before we got to the end it's very like, ca- okay cool it's very casual yeah it's very casually brought up her name's astrid and I was like, okay, I'm I'm doing this. It's a nobody. Fine. I've, I I don't like the the what it meant for the end of last issue, but I, I can accept. That I moved yeah. on. And then it got to the end of this, and I went all the way around again. And I just hated it. I mean, I my my thing here, like, I don't mean that she's an Arkham. Mm. Um, like, I I think the idea of an Arkham being the Arkham Knight in the comics is fine with me if that's what they want to do with it. That. The, the the only thing that's weird about this to me is the fact that she's Astrid Arkham, right? If if they just give her a different first name or she wasn't an Arkham, Astrid would be fine. That's that's the only yeah. real concern I've got. What you hate the double A. I wouldn't always hate it. It's just Astrid is just really specific. It's just it's a bit on the nose, but I feel like Tomas was getting clever. It's like, you know what nobody will guess? She's Arkham Knight because she's actually an Arkham. Right? Uh, <laughs> well, I actually don't mind it because like part of me is like okay so why she's she's grown up under her father she wants because 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 you know Batman and Robin run into to Arkham at, at the end of hey, the issue. The reason her family has an asylum is because of Batman. Like, <laughs> she should be grateful that you know the Batman's put her family through through tough times like or got them through not put them through. Yeah, that was a slip there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like, I don't know, like, I like that she wasn't so, because I, I think I was worried about the reveal of who Arkham Knight was. Ever since they revealed they were going to do this, like, even before 1000 came yeah. out, I was worried about what bullshit they were going to pull and who, you know, yeah. is it Tim Drake from the future? I didn't like that very much. Is, is, it, yeah. is it just Jason Todd again? I didn't like that. Is it, right. you know, anyone I could think of from, from the Bat Mythos, I didn't like the answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, this at least is a clean slate and it's like okay well let's discover who she is and why she feels this way and why she you know whatever the fact that she's Arkham's daughter is just like okay fine whatever I don't really care yeah, yeah. Uh, just that's the bit that I really dislike I'll, um, I'll discover what she's like and who she is whatever um, so hmm. I'm, I'm you know, and I thought the issue was well written enough and uh, uh, most there's a couple of lines of dialogue I thought were a bit weird. Uh, even from, you know, from Batman, actually, there's one point where Damien's driving and he goes, "Oh, floor it, boy! Iron rails ahead." And I went, <laughs> when when did Batman become Kratos? <laughs> it really felt like that. Like, all boy? Of a sudden. Yeah, <laughs> boy. I'll, um, I'll know about this come come summer hours in two weeks. So oh, yeah, you're looking forward to playing some oh, God of War. Yeah, you'll yeah. you'll know about it within ten minutes of starting that game. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. Every two minutes. I'm excited. I've been I've been listening to a lot of Modern Marth lately, uh, getting that Viking uh, going. You're gonna love so, the score for yeah. that game. It is fantastic. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh. Um, so no, I like. It's definitely like a pulpy book. Like it's not like top of my read list or anything like that. But oh, I'm listening now. I love pulp. But but <laughs> <laughs> but like. I've kind of, it's weird because after 1000 I was so down in this I really didn't want yep. nothing to do with it and then it kind of drew me back in and the first issue but 1001 still been the best issue since it came back but like 
I thought this was a fun enough romp. I don't know. I wasn't angry at the end of it. I, I just don't feel that strongly about this. I'm just kind of like, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> like, I'll, yeah. I'll see what it does. I will say that Batman and the Outsiders, it felt good to have that other Bat book mm. itch scratched. You know what I mean? Because I'm not reading this one now. So that, that felt nice. This, this now I'm definitely, that again, that deflated that balloon of me coming back. Maybe, maybe if this sticks, you know, Tomasi goes and does, you know, some interesting story with, with more. Yeah. Because I was on that verge. This, this is definitely a Batman and Robin book, at least for this arc. Yeah, and see, I like that. I like you saying the best parts are with Bruce and Damien because that's that's what was bringing me back in because I love I love that relationship that Tomasi's written with those two. So, hmm. yeah. All right, what are you giving it, Connor? Uh, six. 7.5. Well, that'll take us on then to Wonder Woman issue 70. G. Willow Wilson writing with Zermanico on the art and we continue our, <laughs> our, our parade through the lovesick town. Yep. Atlantiadis. Atlantiadis. When, so I I looked up why why that's the name, mm-hmm. right? And uh, because uh, Atlantiadis is uh, was originally Hermaphrodite, you know the the son slash daughter of Hermes and Aphrodite, right? But also the grandson of Atlas. So that that's the Greeks were weird with their names. So, but I'm I'm glad we're getting away from the hermaphrodite name, yeah. You know, so, yeah. but uh, yeah, I like this issue a lot. Ah, uh, that doesn't surprise me. Uh, we 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 have uh, this whole basically they try to confuse Diana and like Diana, why aren't you lusting yeah. after me and. Diana has this this moment where like, and I was glad this turned out to be fake because I thought I felt Steve was acting a bit off and kind of weird. Yeah. But then it revealed that it was all in our head, and I was like, okay, that's fine, it's fine. It's it's all just her worries Mm -hmm. and fears and this idea that Steve's worried that real. Yeah, that that she's going to you know not get aged and die like he is, so he's going to they're going to separate. It's very much a a Lois and Clark thing. They get that gets brought up with their relationship, so. Uh, I, I like that it was brought up here because I mean that's it's kind of the same thing. So yeah, I also um, I like Maggie right away going, "Hey, can you run away with me?" <laughs> like yeah. just immediately. Yeah. Uh, got all this influence and yeah, so it, it kind of continues everything. And it, the big reveal at the end of the issue is though is that making everyone just give in to whatever they want actually is a bad thing because then they just neglect mm-hmm. everything else they're supposed to do and all of a sudden they're not that happy anymore because Since they've got to clean the house got to clean the house or yeah. well the... it's it's the difference between love and infatuation right mm. it's not really love they were following it was infatuation and self-interest you know i don't i don't want to take care of the kids you take care of the kids i'm doing my thing yeah I'm like well well no if if everyone's doing their own thing that something gets neglected and and i like that aphrodite brings it up that like they've had the struggle before and this is what led kind of to atlatiati's getting i guess banished yeah but because of whatever happened with Ares on themiscira it's reset everything so because yeah, uh, that's, that's, like that's the point diana makes is that she can't just give in to something because it would hurt someone else uh, right. And then you know, by the end of the issue, all the humans kind of come to realize that and kind of rebel a little bit. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh dear, we're in a bit of a pickle now, aren't we? Uh, yeah. oh. I did laugh at the the end, the end end page when there's the angry mob of people. It's like still funny. No, not funny at all. Like, <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's quite funny. <laughs> it's funny to us. It's not funny to yeah, the characters. Exactly. Yeah. 
Uh, it's certainly a bit of a difference. Um, no, I mean, now it's really good again. Uh, yep. As, as okay. it has been when Zermanic was on board. Yeah. So Also, I love quickly. that they're... Yeah, I'm going through it again. Um, and just, just the idea that the reason that Atlatiades got um, banished was because uh, their cult took things too far, right? Even for the gods, they're like, oh no, this is... you. You're out of control, which I like that this is creating a new villain for Diana because, again, that's something that goes against what she stands for, you yeah. know? Uh, yeah. So anytime we can bring up a rogues gallery, it's it's, it's real cool. She yeah. needs more. Well, I like Superman that way. So, And then uh, Maggie and Aphrodite go into the temple of Atlatiades and... Uh, there's, a, there's a dark there's void. There's like a big void. Yeah. yeah. So... There's nothing yes. there at all. So which, that, that's not I don't know. Ominous, is it? Well, I don't know if that's just a, or if that's a commentary that, uh, you know, without love, right, and infatuation, it leads to nothing, right? Look at the the crowd at the end, being mm. into a mob because it wasn't what they thought, mm. you know. So the the root of infatuation is is this big nothing, and that's where uh, Atlatiades draws the the power from so but yeah th this led me to do a, a greek mythology deep dive it, it, so yeah i was gonna say this this, this void really made me go greek mythology it, it reminded me of the entrance to like tartarus right um which is you know where like uh, the the deepest levels of hell where Kronos was imprisoned well, and yeah, you know, it's, it's like the root of all evil in in greek yeah. mythology well yeah it is the abyss that you hear when you look into the abyss the abyss looks back yeah, and it's it's what Lovecraft was kind of basing the old gods on. Yeah, was and this makes, idea wonder, of madness? Is this actually you know an entrance to, to, right. to that underworld? Maybe. So we'll see where it goes. But yeah, oh man, this is clicking on all cylinders now. So, I mean, I, I get the melodrama at the beginning of the last issue now, because it was meant to have this soapy quality. I feel now, in retrospect, because this was you know. Yeah, it the, was futile for these people. These characters are coming completely at the end. We have context yeah. for all of it because of those early scenes last issue. Yeah. yeah. Well, and just the way that it was written too. Like this kind of over the top, kind of, I don't want to say it was a tragedy, but almost like we're watching a Greek play. Well, I, I never had a problem out. with that, those scenes last issue. I, th I think I defended well, them because I, th I felt they were meant to have that feel to them. And... Right. Mm -hmm. Well, no, now, now, I, now I get that. Mm -hmm. You know, like the tonal shift here. Was definitely on, on so, purpose. So, so. What, what you're saying, Matt, is that Peter was right. No, I'm not going to say it. Oh, thank Those God. Don't come out of my mouth. Go on, yeah. say it. Say it. Nothing, no, no. nothing better will ever come out of your mouth, Matt. Come on, say it. I mean, diplomatic immunity, maybe. <laughs> diplomatic immunity. Yeah. Uh, so. Dance, puppet, dance. <laughs> <laughs> what are you giving the book, Matt? Um, eight point five. Uh, Carter. Um, I'm really liking this. Yeah, eight point five. Yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it an eight. <laughs> um, not liking this stuff as much as the uh the giant stuff, but I mean it's just maybe my. Oh intro. no, so good though. Yeah. Like... Uh, so that takes out of the Flash. Issue seventy. Joshua Williamson writing with Howard Porter on the art, and this is notable because this is the start of the Flash year one. Uh, Williamson's doing his own version of the Flash origin with some definitely some new spins on it. And it, it and I, I think I could really feel like obviously we had set up in the last issue where this character shows yep. up and says, "Hey, you have to remember something new about your past that you've forgotten," yep. 
And there's that sale, but what I think is interesting, just reading this issue, just from a, a, a marketing perspective, is that this, this issue just starts off when I was a kid, and there's no mention of that, and I'm like, yeah, this could easily be sold as a trade called Flashier One Later, with, without yeah. ever reading anything from the run. You could just... Yeah. That's presumably the point. Yeah. That's what, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Here's the thing. Do we need a reimagining of Barry's origin? Absolutely not. No, like, I don't. I don't feel like we need. Yeah, this I think that's what whatsoever. I said last time, last issue. Was a yeah. bit cautious, just like yeah, why? Yeah. That said, did I have a ton of fun reading this? With the way that that Porter has it drawn out, and the way that Williamson is choosing to tell Flash's origin, I am absolutely into this. I, like, this was a lot of fun to read. Yeah. I have a few stylistic things with the art. I'm not a big fan of they're, they're, they're obviously choices. I understand them. I just don't like yeah. all of them. A lot of uh, yeah. empty space and white backgrounds at points yeah. that it just feels empty, and I'm not a big fan of that. But you're empty inside, so why, why are you complaining? <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't like the I reflection. Have to, I have to fill the emptiness with something. Yeah. I booze yeah. and donuts. Um, oh man, that sounds like a great combination. <laughs> um, no, I like the issue too. Um, I, I think if I have complaints about it, is that I, early on the issue, see, see when it's the crime scene stuff and Iris is there and August like, hey, you should ask Iris out and all that stuff. Like, yeah. I was feeling the pacing and I was thinking to myself, oh, this 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 issue will probably end with a lightning strike, right? That, that's how the first issue yeah. ends. You're, you're, you're yeah. in your and flash then it's like three pages later. It's like three pages later, yeah. and at that point, I feel like it was starting to rush through it a little bit, and it was starting mm-hmm. to make me feel like. Well, what's the point of doing this? We're just going to rush through it, you know. Bask in it, you know. Let's let's explore all these moments and and yeah. how it feels to be the Flash and and all up, the rest of it. Up until the lightning strike, I was like, "This is very prequely, and I don't like it." And and then we got to lightning strike about halfway through, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And then we're gonna see him having to adjust. But I did love Iris's entrance. Mm. I just love that because of what we know about them and 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 Barry always being so cautious about her. I think, yeah. and, and to see that. My problem with the pacing is after he gets his lightning strike, we basically get this montage of him just doing everything he has to learn as the Flash. He's like, oh, I can phase. Oh, I can do this. Oh, I need to eat. Yeah, oh, I'm I like, to... whoa. He learned to phase in like two days. Mm-hmm. It's just, Let's I think it's too much too quickly. Uh, and that kind of bugged me. And I, I guess it almost just kind of feels like. I'll, I'll tell you what bothers me, actually. Okay. Uh, on, on this note here is he does all of that relatively speaking advanced stuff right like the mm-hmm. phasing before mm-hmm. he can even stop running <laughs> like, yeah but he, he I can't th- even run properly and he can phase but, see, but i but see i can understand that with the way that williamson setting up the speed force here is that through this forces subplot is there's always a secondary aspect to it right and so i feel like him when he's getting into it was was you know the phasing was the first part, and once he he got that, he's able to settle himself down. It's kind of what he taught Avery, right? Yeah, early on. I, I kind of hate that that so, that scene where he's he's running for the first time and he's enjoying mm-hmm. it. You know, that smile comes on his face. Yeah, that should have been before any of the other powers. Yeah, I don't know. No, I I can get behind that. I can also I just I feel like it just rushes through everything and make your your flash jokes if you want here about they're moving yeah. too fast. But I I do think it moves too fast through. Like, does he need all these other powers yet? Can can I just be something? Even if you don't want to have it in the arc, just uh, you learned all those things after year one. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I might just have my my time travel bias on too, because because of where it ends up. So well, I, I might, you know, I might be looking at it differently next week. 
after it's had time to sink in. I, I have to admit, I don't really like the idea that the first time he properly runs at because obviously he's running really quickly. He's, he's going 100 miles per hour, 200 miles per hour, whatever, right? Yeah. But then at the end of the book, he finally goes, you know, lightning fast, where he, you know, the, the actual sparks right. start flying, right? The first time he ever does that, he runs into the future. I don't know if I like that the first time he ever runs at that speed, he goes into the future. I'm torn on one angle. I like it's just it's a complete lack of control, right? Mm-hmm. Which yep. is why he ends up in the future. Alternatively, some build to that speed would have been nice, rather than you know the first time he runs. Oh. But see, but but I like that. I like that accident because then that's what's gonna make him be so cautious later. You know, because because he had a hard time with the shoes, right? So mm-hmm. uh, of course we get the the Wayne Tech stuff. So that's what was limiting him was his shoes. He has these new ones now, right? But he, he's like like in D2, the Mighty Ducks. He's the kid that can't stop, right? Mm-hmm. So here he gets going. He can't stop. He ends up in this this future where where now his presence going to mess up everything. I just I don't so like old self has to come and be like, "What are you doing, idiot?" I, I don't like you know? that within days weeks of of getting his powers, he's already went to the future. If it feels like we're rushing through too much flash mythology and his origin so quickly, and it it makes it all What's feel kind of meaningless to me. It's because this, you know, we're, oh, you know, flash year one. In our heads, yeah. we're we're going right. The running, the eating, the phasing, right? Mm-hmm. That's not what this story is. Flash year one is a story about the future. Yeah. And it's like ah, all that other stuff that you thought was flash year one. Poof, that's 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 week one. We'll get that out of the way. Is- this is basically Secret Origins Flash, where yeah. we're learning stuff that we don't know. So well, well, maybe Secret, Secret Origins... Secret Origins would have been a better name. Well, title, maybe, yeah. here's the thing. This would, this would all be fine if it, if it didn't pretend it was that, though, for the first half of the book. Like, see, see, see if it just said, no, no, the origin stuff that you expect to happen is happening, we're just not focusing on that, right? This is something that right. happened by accident at, think... right at the start of his career. I think year one's the the, the problem here yeah, because no, with with DC year one carries a, a a weight to it. You know that's the origin arc. You know, so yeah, I, I don't get what you're saying, Pete. But here I like that Williamson subverted our expectations here and goes, "Oh no, this is this is what really happened during Barry's first year, yeah. and this is why he doesn't remember it." That's because it, yeah. Pete said, "Oh, he doesn't like it," and I, I don't think I really like it that much either. To be fair, <laughs> uh, but the the. I think it's it's you know you're gonna oh it's pretending to be that for the first half of the issue because it's for the first half of the issue it's pretending it's year one and then it goes oh got yeah we're actually a secret origin yeah it, right. it's pretending to be year one and then it rushes through all the things that I because typically as much as we can play in movies that there's too many origin stories I actually like proper yeah. fleshed out origin stories in comics because most of these characters were created in a time where they got like two pages of origin and it's just not they're not just yeah. the character right and so you want you want them updated for you know. Exactly. So, so I, I like Batman Year One. I like Superman Birthright slash, you know, Secret Origin. That's what I was gonna say. Is Birthright a Year One or is it a Secret Origin? That's a Year uh, One. Birthright's closer to a Year One. Yeah. Okay. Like because okay. Birthright is a my favorite Superman origin. story of all time. So. But Birthright just... is a straight just okay. Here's a very traditional. Here's the origin with extra detail. Mm-hmm. Whereas Secret Origin is oh here's shit you didn't think you knew. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So. But at the same time, it still functions as an origin story. Like I think you can still read Secret okay. Origin, and it still functions as a perfect start to Superman. If you've not read yeah. a Superman oh, yeah, origin it's, before, it's great. Um, but even if you go just strict Year Ones, obviously you got Batman, uh, Green Arrow, Robin, Batgirl, 
Uh, JLA, yeah, that's a really good year and one. It's not so much that you have to spend time focusing on everything either. Like if this bo- if this issue ended with the lightning strike, or even ended with him running, like maybe the lightning strike still happens halfway through, and at the end he runs properly for the first time. You can skip time for issue two. You can come into issue two and say, no, he's been doing this for like five months now, and he's 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 honed it in a little bit. He's a bit bit better at it, and we can sort of get to this, the next. You know, this is only six issues, isn't it? I think so. Because this is this is going to sound really bad, but. I'm going to go back on what my thing was, it was you know, from last time we spoke about this. I mm-hmm. was going, ah, this is six issues of derailing the book. And then oh, and, really? and, and we all went, well, at least it's not zero year, right? And, uh... and, um, and then I've gone to this and gone, this clearly needed at least seven. <laughs> clearly, because this, this, this ending, you know, the, the end moment of this should not have been the end moment that you know him yeah. running for the first time like you said that's that's the ending to this knowing, issue yeah knowing, knowing that the williamson's such a flash guy and he loves bart and he got to reintroduce bart i almost wish this was an old wally at the end and it was max mercury and this is how he learns about the speed force well we, do, we, do we even know exactly who this character is at the end i mean isn't that what you see but... sorry it says we oh, yeah. it say we okay fair enough gonna... yeah Fair enough. Yeah. When Fair are enough. we going to learn? You can't. Yeah. Fair enough. So, Fair enough. <laughs> uh, and plus, it's a throwback to what we saw during. It wasn't Godspeed. I think it was the Reverse Flash stuff. Mm. That the older version that um, that hinted at the Tornado Twins and whatnot. Mm. Um, yeah, and we had the beard and the ponytail. It, it, Same it, kind of vibe. And I think the, the the hurdle this this story has to get over for me personally is, and. Connor knows my feelings on this in a, in a general sense. Now, admittedly, this is time travel and he's going to forget it all at the end, whatever, but mm. Connor knows all too well that I'm not a big fan of shoehorning in things into the history of, of, of characters. He where, really hates it. Where really? I, I'm supposed to believe this happened between these two things. And So sh- so what you're saying is is you love the dice in in Han Solo, and Solo, a Star Wars story. I never, saw those, I never saw it, but yeah. <laughs> your point, your point's uh, clear, regardless. <laughs> um, it just it's something that bugs me. It bugs me like uh, I mean, just to stick with Star Wars comics, like this, the current Star Wars comic book is set between like episodes four and five, right? And it's been the whole time. It's like sixty issues or something like that. Sure. Yeah. Right? To be fair, that's always been three years, so you I'm... get a lot done in three years. <laughs> Only Star Wars books I'm reading right now are the age of books, yeah. so those take place all over there. No, so. but it's, it's, it's one of those things. That it just bugs me that all this is supposed to have happened in that in that time. And you can say there's been three years of time, sure, but do do you watch Empire and feel like emotionally all these the characters went through all these journeys together since the last movie? I mean, they do feel like a lot closer, and uh, there's yeah. a lot going on between them. You can tell a lot happened between them when you get to Empire compared to where they were at the end. Of- yeah. Last one. I mean, oh. Leia calls Han a scruffy-looking nerf herder, and like that, you can tell she means it. <laughs> of course, Connor's going to defend. I can't say a bad thing about Star Wars without Connor defending it and following oh, the sword of his beloved. You just can't say the that. The only, the the only person that defends Star Wars more than than <laughs> Connor is Alden. Look, so. I I didn't defend the dice in Solo. No. I'll let that comment go. Or his last name. Oh no! I will never defend that. That was that's well, the worst part I, of that movie. I, yeah, I act like that doesn't happen. Yeah, you're on your own. a really good movie, except for that. You're on your own. We'll call you Solo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not excusing Anyways. that. 
yeah. So like, so this isn't the exact same because it is time travel, and he's, he's not going to remember it. So it's not like it has to explain why he's never brought it up before or anything like that. Right. But I feel like we, I feel like in media because people constantly want to go back to the character's past and insert things. We constantly have to have to come up with reasons to why it's not. You know, me and Carl was <laughs> Emiko Queen. Emiko Queen. Uh, uh, you know, me and Carl were watching Star Trek Discovery, and you know, one of my problems with that because that's a prequel show is like, oh, what? what why is Smock never mentioned that he he had this this half sister? And in the season two finale, I won't spoil it, but in the season two finale of Star Trek Discovery, there is this really shoehorned in explanation as to why it's never brought up again. And it just it feels so bullshit. And clearly the intention of this right from the start is that no, Barry never remembers this, and the whole point is that this is a secret in his history that he has to remember for some reason. Okay, fine, but Ultimately, there's conceptually just a, a a block for me where I, I have to get over that, and they, they're, they're going to have to convince me that whatever happened in this future story is is worth worth the effort of going through it. Do, do you know what I think is is really fascinating? Yeah, we we talk about how this seems prime to just have as a flash year one trade, right? It, well, it did for mm-hmm. the first half of the issue, then it. <laughs> well, well, no, yeah, that's. I think it still probably is the uh, the intention, mm-hmm. but. With with it being all, oh, this is what you forgot. I feel like okay, now we're playing with the future and that sort of stuff. I feel like this is actually going to tie into the run quite a bit, mm-hmm. and it might by the end. It, is it going to be fulfilling in its own right as a trade on its own? And it may really, not be again. Nine times that's out of ten, it's more of a secret origins. Yeah, yeah. Nine times out of ten, we would never consider this, right? We would never say. Oh, but it doesn't work on its own. It's you know because it's you know trade nine of of a run or whatever it is. Yeah. But when they're calling it year one and they're likely going to go here's Flash year one and Here, sell it. Here's the thing that. though. I mean, since I've read it, but didn't didn't Green Lantern Secret Origin also work perfectly fine as a standalone origin story? I think it did, right? Well, yeah, but it also sowed seeds of what Johns was doing. So if it was your first, you know, foray into how. You still needed some of the stuff that that we got because it plays into yeah, but I, arcs I, before. I, I still think that one not not as bad as something like yeah. This. Like, I think I still think that one worked completely as an order. I mean, sure, there's definitely small details and things where if you'd read it in the order of like reading the run, it right. would be like, hey, that's that's linking like up the, to this stuff. But yeah, Hector Hammond stuff in particular. But that that book's you know? that, that that arc still worked. If if you handed someone they never read Green Lantern before, you could hand them Secret mm-hmm. Origin, and that would still work as a as I, a origin. I haven't read it in recently enough yeah. to be sure that you're right on this so we'll have to just take your word at the very, but it does at, move it doesn't move nearly as fast as this no, but it at, does at, go at through the, Al's origin yeah at the very, very least though, i remember that going through the, the origin and doing all the beats in a pace that felt kind of natural whereas this it's like no let's rush through the actual origin so we can do this secret pop because i mean is the rest of the whole six issue arc now going to be in the future until he comes back i suspect no. yes i don't think so I think that there's going to be lessons about time travel and whatnot and the forces, you know what I mean? So I don't think it's necessarily... That's something I'm not looking forward to, tying in all the forces into (laughs) into I I definitely think that's where Williamson's going with this because of what led to this. That might actually date this and make it like a... Make it a year one that that stops being timeless because um, most of the year ones... You can kind of read no matter what the continuity is. They kind of still function. Right. I'm not sure this one's going to. I think this might be too nope. tied to this run, too tied to this continuity. When, the, when you know, in five years' time, we've got new writers, and they're, all those forces, that's all forgotten about, right? We're never touching on them again. I don't know if this will stand up to that. 
I like this less talking about it than I did after I read it. I, I do as well. I'm selling. I'm selling. Do it. I, I, Joe, my problem is, I, I think you know the, the way. It's, I don't know who said it. I was Matt. This is the, the, there's a potential here by the ending of this that this is going to remind me way more of zero year than it is of any year one. Yeah. And that terrifies me. Maybe. <laughs> so we'll, we'll we'll call this. I oh, can't call it one year. Damn it. <laughs> I just like I was looking forward to just getting a, a nice streamlined version of the Flash already. See, and I don't with Williams' and I, voice. And I don't, yeah, see, and I didn't, I didn't need another Barry because I, I have I've seen Barry's origin enough times. Well, it's not so much I, that I needed it, but I think I would prefer just a nice streamlined. I, I think, I think I needed at least an issue of it. I think we needed that one issue of okay, here's the origin beats the. The running, the if, you know, because this does the running, the phasing, the eating, all in the space of about three pages. I think we needed at the back half of the issue still just to okay, maybe the the out of control bits, the okay, hang on, I'm eating a lot, and then okay, let's see how fast I can go and let's try and stop and do the running and then there, all the phasing, the time travel. I think that needs to come in the second issue. I hate to agree with Connor. Then you know what the all, all I know is that I need to get into the speed force somehow so I can justify all the food I eat. <laughs> <laughs> Not as much as Connor. Um so uh, I like it's because I, I actually you know, I think I think Williamson's voice is great for the character. I love the art in this. Um it just it starts moving too quickly and then the ending it just turns it into this thing that I wasn't expecting. And it's not so much that it has to just be what I expected, it's just that mm-hmm. Okay, so now we're doing this future story uh, instead of actually just doing like a you know a, a nice streamlined version of the origin. I, I just want to uh, just slightly relish in the hypocrisy for, for a second here, because all the time when 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 we talk about movies, especially with Peter, I'll say yeah, but it, it it did these things that I wasn't really expecting based on the trailer, and you're like yeah, just enjoy it for what it is. And this here, you're going, well, I was expecting an origin. I wanted a year That's... one. And now I'm getting all this future well, no, no, stuff. No, 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 no. I, I disagree with this hypocrisy comment here. Because this is different. Of course you do. No, but this is different. Because this this is... Um, it's not even that it's called year one, though. I mean, I guess it partly is. But this is part, this is part of the run. And it's not so much... That, I mean, if it wasn't going to be a year one, I can get on board with that. Although it would be weird that it's called year one. It's that I just don't know if I, I like what it's doing at all. It's not just that... Because usually when I say that to Connor when I'm talking about a movie, it's because I like what it's doing. It may not have been necessarily what the trailer set me up for, but I still like what it's doing. I still think what it's doing is good. I'm worried I'm going to hate that. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think I like that it's this this weird story See, in the future. I'm, I'm in the opposite of where I think I might end up still really liking this, but I'm annoyed that it's not what it's supposed to be it's not the story that i was probably if, again if, if they'd called this secret origin i'd have a lot less problems i'd still have some problems with this issue structurally um and the pacing but i don't think i'd have as much of a problem with the story as a whole yes um i mean i might end up loving what it does here maybe it'll this will be a great story of character development for flash and and, and you know whatever but the the shock value of the ending like and I think the other thing is, like, you know, we've done a lot of time travel stuff with Barry recently as well. I'm, I'm kind of like, you're getting a bit burnt out on it. I'm a little bit burnt out on it. I could, I could do with Flash not being have anything to do with time travel for like a, a couple of years. Yeah, I'm digging the t-shirt and jeans look. Yeah, it's okay. It's better than Superman, more. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that was coming. This <laughs> makes more I, I, sense I, though. He's, he's, he's just got because 
I also like that his t-shirt doesn't actually have the lightning bolt on it. It's just now he's got a red shirt on with some jeans and some knee pads. Yeah. Yellow collar as well, I think, right? Yeah. But it's not yeah. like he's got his symbol, because that just... <laughs> yeah. Well, it's going to come with the lightning. Yeah. He's going to learn. Yeah. So... Yeah. Well, um, I mean, he's he's seen old Barry now, so it's just like, hey, I'll take that. Hey, I like that. That's the problem. Now, now we've got causality and, and time loops and... You know, snake eating its own and tail. And then just made another point. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, I, you know, you're right. I actually, I kind of hate that he's seen the Flash logo from the future before he thinks of it. That actually does really bug me. <laughs> uh, who knew Back to the Future oh, oh, bullshit? Mike, Mike. Yeah. Sorry, Pete. I, I meant that as an offhanded comment, and then I went, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Matt's referencing Endgame. And Carter's not seen yeah. it yet. That's fine. I don't I'm care sorry. anymore. He doesn't care. Well, he's not, he hey, doesn't Connor, care. Is he just damn yet? No. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You better hurry because I'm not gonna be able to keep the spoiler ball going more than six weeks. We're almost there. <laughs> That's fair. Oh dear. Yeah, I said up a bit more of an expansive conversation. I thought it was going to be on flash. Uh, uh-huh. I I came into this thinking oh, I'm quite positive, but I got nitpicks. Yeah, I I, I felt because it's actually a really easy read. The voice is good. The art is good. Um, and I like there's the... a pacing problem with the structure of the issue. Yeah. The flow is good. And then the, the first, I, the first chunk I, I like, but that that page where he, he uh, let me find it at the end. It's where uh, we're getting used to the grid panels, and then they all kind of disappear because he's running. Let me find it. Porter sets it up throughout the whole issue. Yeah, and... yeah, and it's the red and yellow panels come in as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so after he runs for the first time. And it's when he ends up in the time travel. Because you get the cracker boom at the top, and then he kind of trips. So, and they all kind of fade away into the, the bottom piece. Yeah, I, I wasn't actually a fan of that. The, the, really the where it. you can still see the, the layout of the panels behind yeah. him. And the, yeah, like, and uh, it just fades. Yeah, I didn't realize, because again, that's that big empty space negative yeah. stuff that I wasn't feeling in this issue with the art. It, yeah. That was a big example of it, and uh, Iris's introduction was another big moment where it was just her, wow. you know, it was all these newspaper headlines behind her, but on this, just just this plain white background didn't didn't work for me. I, I, like See, what, I, think I liked what, it a lot. I want to clarify just one point before we get to ratings. Uh, here we go. It's like, I don't mind them adding stuff to Origins if they, again, they do the Origin at a pace that makes sense, and it's a new detail within the Origin. My problem here is that they rush through the origin and then it's like, no, no, we're just doing this big new thing instead. It, it really just feel like, ah, oh, you know the origin. We don't actually need to do mm-hmm. this. And, and that's why I feel like I like it because I like the swerve. So well, I'd you, like yeah. it more if it was a secret origin. What are you rating them at? Well, I'd be at an 8.5. What are you rating it, Connor? I have come down significantly to like a 6. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 6 as well. Oh wow! Uh, here's a question, Pete. Before we started this conversation, mm-hmm. what did you have it at? Maybe a seven. I don't know. Yeah. I really thought oh, yeah. about. I hadn't thought about the number yet, but fair. Okay, I had it at seven point five beforehand. I I don't think about numbers. I'm giving anything until we <laughs> until we sit there and decide. <laughs> fair enough. Well, that'll take us on to Shazam issue five. Jeff John's writing, and I've just written down and many artists uh, yeah. because I'm not writing down four names on a list. <laughs> Okay, so was this out of necessity, or was this how John's had it planned? I, well, I think it's, yeah, I think it's out of necessity, uh-huh. but because they have these different worlds, they just said, oh, well, we'll just put one artist on each yeah. world. It's an easy excuse, because, yeah, you got yeah. 
Santucci, Eaglesham, Collins, and Rayner. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you've got... Oh, I need to look at the, the title page here. Uh, so, you know, Marco Santucci is on the the Rock of Eternity Black Adam stuff. Eaglesham is on the Shazam Funland yeah. stuff. Funland. Scott Collins... Uh, game lands is in the game lands, and then Max Rayner is on the 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 wild lands. So mm-hmm. they're just yeah. sort of separate via land. Um, so yeah, Black Adam's pissed <laughs> that that idiot Billy Batson has uh, unlocked the doors <laughs> to all these lands. Um, Black Adam. Yeah, and I feel more and more like Black Adam's regaining that anti-hero status. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because where... this is oh, I've got to go and kill Billy Batson before this yeah. gets any worse. But yeah. I'm like, yeah, but he is trying to stop the problem. I mean, yeah. he's doing it in a very evil way. He could yeah. just stop him, but he's like, no, 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 I've got to destroy him. Yeah, so I must destroy Billy Batson. Yeah, that's the exact phrase he uses. Um, of course, at the end of the book, though, when we come back to him, he's actually stopped by Savannah, who is yeah. like, if you don't want to join Mr. Main Society, then, you know, it'll be your yeah, end. Yeah, do away with you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's cool. So uh, so basically, yeah, once again, we get a little bit of uh, advancement on each of the, the characters, but all split up, of course. We have like three mm-hmm. sets of characters uh, you know, Shazam's dealing with uh, what's his face? What's King like? Kid. Thank you, King Kid. I forgot his name. Um, and eventually gets Mary's uh, gag off, and then she says Shazam, and uh, the pair of them, yeah. you know. Which, which I love what John sets up here about what the Funlands means. Where, you know, as a kid, you go there and you just do whatever you want, right? Mm-hmm. And then as soon as you turn eighteen, now it's your job to help create the fun, right? And it's almost like this take on what it means to become an adult, right? Yeah. But it's in the most perverted sense possible. So, uh, and I like that Billy's just kind of like, you don't understand how bad that is. And he's like, well, give me the power of Shazam. And, you know. It, it's almost like a kid's interpretation of what becoming an what it, adult is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and he's like, well, give me the power and I'll set you guys free. And, you know, you'll have to live here and whatever, but whatever, you know. But and I like when he gets the 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 muzzle off of Mary, mm. and they get to Shazam. So I think um there's a little bit on the art just because you know I'll mm. talk about it section by section I guess. Yeah. Um, I thought uh, Mary's face, she's yelling Shazam, was a bit weird. Yeah. But then yeah. the next page was like one of the best pages in the book. Oh yeah, the the, the page where she's in she... her costume is great. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, a bit of whiplash going from like probably the worst panel in that section to to then the best page. Yeah, and then we move to the game lands, and we got Pedro and Eugene, and Eugene's all like, "Ah, I'm good at games." Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, I love the idea of him getting a headshot online and then just reminding whoever he's playing against. Oh, I'm eight, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just in in the biggest jerk way possible. Yeah. Uh, um, so he's all confident. He, he tra- transactions yeah. like ten thousand points, which puts him in a deficit, and right. then he's not allowed to race. So now Pedro's the one who has to race, who sucks at games and never wins anything right. ever. There's even a there's a quite little flashback later on of uh, yep. uh, even Darla beating him at like chess or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which yeah. I thought was funny. Uh, whereas in the Whale Lands, we get Kangaroo Court. That's maybe my favourite scene in the whole book, actually. The uh, kangaroo Court. Kangaroo yeah. Court. Yeah. Uh, I just there's so much stuff here and. Uh, the, the kangaroo said, oh, I don't care if they are children, they eat meat. Uh, we've all heard stories of hot dogs and, and hamburgers. And then at the bottom, he's like, the crowd. Uh, no human is innocent. And it's just, you know, it's this 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 court. And my favorite panel might be the shaggy dog, who's their appointed lawyer, who says, I had prepared a statement, but who am I kidding? How can anyone possibly defend a human? 
Um, it's very. Have you guys seen Idiocracy? And uh, no, I'm no. not. No. Okay, so it's the you know Luke Wilson's this dumb guy that volunteers for this project to be frozen, and he gets unfrozen in the future where things have just gotten progressively dumber, to whereas he was like this dumb guy who is now the smartest person on the planet, and he ends up having to go to court, uh, and Dak Shepard is his lawyer. It was very much of this. Where he goes, yeah, I can't defend him because, you know, he doesn't deserve it, basically. And, and yeah, very much idiocracy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they're sentenced to death by tigers. And the one tiger we met, uh, what was, what's the name of the... Talkie, talkie Tani. Thank you, Talkie Tani. Uh, gets stripped and is told that he's going to join the other tigers. And the mayor, who's, a, who's an elephant named uh, Crunkett, Mayor Crunkett, Mm-hmm. Uh, comes in and he's, he's got some tiger slashes. I love slashes. how regal this elephant is. Yeah. Oh, he's very regal. Yeah. Um, he's basically a tall Oswald Cobblepot in a lot. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. You know, I, I like his backstory too. And it also makes you think that uh, John definitely has a thing for elephant people because Hawkman, he had the, the Ganesh guys, you know, in the early run. And then you had, uh, what's his name, in the Blue Lantern Corps. Who was an elephant dude looking like Ganesh? Oh yeah, yeah. And, and and now you got Mayor Crunkett. Like he's working this this archetype, and you know, give him a Babar book, all right? We're in charge of that. Yeah, yeah. John's would love that. Uh, so yeah, that's basically that. And then we come back to 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 Black Adam well, uh, when it's Savannah at the end. Uh, yeah, I love Crunkett's origin though, to where he was. You know, there there the whole it's very Zootopia in this oh, way. Yeah, I was getting this. Yeah, where. You have the carnivores are looked down upon because they eat meat and they're savages and that they were pushing them, you know, the humans. Uh, they, is that what it was? They were pushing the humans. Yeah, I think um, they were going to wipe the humans out and the tigers yeah. betrayed them. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it's so, so much that the tigers were on the human side though, or is it just the tiger to say to eat? He was betrayed by a tiger. Yeah. 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 And then so uh, this is why the the tigers are put into this this pit where they can just you know, be the be the execution system. Uh, feral yeah. beasts. Yeah. So and, ob- obviously he's going to save the kids. Yeah, well, yeah. and Tawny, because Tawny is trying to be better, right? He's he's yeah. he's at terms. It's, it's also Nemo in that way. Fish are friends, not food. And then Bruce has the freak out. So yeah. John's going full Disney here. Like, he is a bit, isn't he? Yeah. And, and but Shazam's the perfect property, I feel like, for that. Yeah, so, and obviously, yeah. obviously, you get your messaging here of like them, like sure. And on paper, the the all the people who don't want to be eaten are the ones in the right. Yeah. But the idea that they've become just as bad as anyone who was in charge before, yeah. because now they're enforcing their rules on others right. and make, yeah. making others uh, the the. But the, but the line of the issue is is at the end we get back to Black Adam, yeah. and he says, you know, join him or die. And he goes, I got a third option. How about I remove your head? <laughs> and I and I did imagine that coming out of the voice of Dwayne Johnson. And I was like, oh, man. No, because that would be how about I remove your head, jabroni. Yeah, yeah, jabroni. And he raises the people's eyebrow. And then maybe stick it straight up his candy ass. Yeah. Yes. Turn it sideways first. Yeah. Oh, yes, of course. Turn it sideways. And polish it as well. Shine it up real nice. Yeah. Shine it up real nice. Yes. <sighs> You lost me but after no. Jabroni. It's okay. <laughs> so, but no, yeah, Shazam. Uh, really, really a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a quick read uh, as I flew yeah. through this. 
yeah. and it was it was over. So, uh, but very delightful. Um, all the, the artist changes, so, you know, it's it's jarring, isn't it? Transitions, even though individually they're quite good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's definitely got from the Scott Collins pages that felt rushed. Mm. So that's why I, I I asked if this was by design, but I don't know. Hmm. But hey, we'll we'll see, we'll see. Um. <laughs> so, uh, Shazam issue five. Uh, what are you giving it, Matt? Uh, Seven point five. Connor. Uh, I'll go with an eight, but would have been higher with more consistent art. Yeah, I'll go with eight as well. I got it as well. Uh, so that'll take uh, us on to the Batman Who Laughs issue five. Scott Snyder and Jock, uh, and I believe Matt's the only one who read this because Connor Have ran out of time. Sons of bitches! Yeah, I, 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 I've not read this in issues, Matt. It's yeah. me. I know. I'll, I know. I'll, I'll be there for the next issue. Don't worry. I just it's... ran out of time. If I didn't have Williamson waiting at the end with his book that's coming, <laughs> this it's almost unreadable for me because. I just don't so, care at this point. Wait, wait, about for the second time in this episode, Peter was right. Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah. Well, we, we, we've known this, but I said I was in this for the long haul because of Jock. I agree. That was far too nonchalant for you to agree yes, with that, Matt. I, I agree we have known yeah. this, Matt. I agree. So, yeah. But it's... I don't care about the Batman who laughs. I don't care what's going on with Bruce. It's... It's just tough. I, this was one of the first things I read just to get out of the way. It's like a Band-Aid. So I'm going to have to go through it by page to be refreshed. Um, but like in most Snyder stuff, there is stuff in here that's really good. I just don't know if this is the place for it. Because it opens with the story from Bruce telling about his dad the first time he took him on a subway. And how most in other cities, public transports are centered around the heart of the city. And the further away you get, the more expensive it is. So you have a lot of the poorest people living at the center of the city. Because that's just the quickest way to get around. But in Gotham, it went to the reverse. And everybody wants to come to the heart of the city because of the way. And there's this map of of Gotham on the subway tokens that reminds people of all this. So, of course, this ends up being all a setup for the Batman Who Last Plan. And uh, Batman ends up getting out of this shootout with the cops that was left there last time. By basically scaring the cops and reminding them that he knows everything about them. He knows who they are and who uh, who they are and where they live. And they still are just like, oh, no, we got to take him out. They bring in, like, the Gotham SWAT team and they have armor-piercing bullets. So Bruce takes some damage while using the um, the, the keeper of the prison, the warden. That, that's that word is. The warden, uh, Bruce Wayne. Uh, and his whole suit was, was you know, uh, armor. So he uses his body as a shield. And that's how he ends up getting out. But also by removing a head, right, uh, I think of this Bruce, and, and holding it up in, when he threatens him, and he, proclaiming he's the Batman who laughs. And I was just like, all right, I can't, like, what's the point of all this? There can only be one. Like, yeah, right? That's It's, it's Highlander. <laughs> and so we find out that Grim Knight has Gordon and that he basically wants him to run. So he kind of lets him get away. But all of the, the Robins that are there are were specifically chosen by the Batman Who Laughs because they're all um, his son, uh, James Jr. And that was for extra torment. So... He, he's gonna, yeah. So 
he's gonna stab him with this knife that was specifically, you know, he designed to kill the Gordon of his world. Um, but then the real James Jr. shows up and rescues Jim. Uh, and they they end up getting back to, you know, where the last laugh's gonna happen. But before all this, the Batman who laughs goes to the Court of Owls to, to basically get some assistance and they turn him down. And in grand fashion, they send, you know, the smallest one makes the deals. Remember, and she, she decides who, and now the, the youngest is in a wheelchair, which I think came from, did that happen? And in, in during the courts, you guys have read this more. Did something happen to her um, in the court of owls or since? I don't recall, but okay. maybe. Well, now, now she's in a wheelchair, and the, she decides that she doesn't like the the, the cut of the jib, of the Batman who laughs. So they bring in the talons to take them out. Oh, but of course, Batman who laughs already taken care of the talons and ripped off their arms because because Batman who laughs, right? Um, because Batman who laughs. Yeah, and that he's remodeled their their maze. Um, so. You know, basically, he's turned this against them because he's a Batman who laughs and kicks her off in her wheelchair into a pool of water and then decides that he's going to take out the entire Court of Owls with a dark version of Bruce Wayne who overtook the Court of Owls as a Talon, who became the, the leader. Um, so, yeah, so Bruce gets out with James, uh, well, James Gordon and James Jr., end up meeting him and they have this big thing where you can't you can't do what he wants you to do but that's what he wants you to do is not to do so i have to do what he doesn't want me to do which at this point i'm just confused of what the actual point is of executing the last laugh does is this part of the batman who last plan because it probably is because he's unbeatable at this point you know like this sounds like a packed issue Oh, it is. It, it's huge. It took me. It took me all my lunch hour to read it, just because I would get so bored, and <laughs> I would go check my phone. Okay, I gotta get back to it. But but yeah. So there's this image. There's this this message from the from the Batman who laughs, who is goading him to to basically that Gotham isn't what he thinks it is, and that Gotham was meant to be a weapon. It was meant to be the symbol. Of, of what is wrong in the world. Um, and it, it's not meant to be the symbol of the hill that the story ties back into of, of what Thomas was telling uh, Bruce as a child. That um, it was meant for the opposite. It was created so that the seat of... Uh, Gotham become the seat of power. It's a fortress where a newer, stronger man could be incubated. And that's what this last laugh is. And so... Uh, there's there's an earthquake and it looks like or I think it's an earthquake where all these stalactites come down on 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 I think James Jr. Uh, but we don't know what happens to him and uh, Alfred's pleading don't do it because Batman's wearing that stupid thing he's crying and then he goes and activates the last laugh anyways so yeah it's I'm so mad at Williamson for announcing this the story because now I have to get through this. 
Mm-hmm. There's there's two left though. I guess that's the, this yeah. Is five. And I think it's uh, I think it's only really one issue of this story, and then one yeah. will be setting up. Yeah. Is, so is, this just, seven, is this seven issues? I thought it was like six. They extended no, it. We, we talked about this with the news last yeah. week. Ruby? Yeah, with the Williamson yeah. book that's coming, the Secret Six stuff. Uh, means... Well, I mean, I get I, I, I guess. I just, I just... It's very infuriating because it's everything I don't like about Snyder, but then there's these bits I do like about Snyder. Like, and they're but... always in there somewhere. Yeah, so like the thing of, of Gotham, and, and I love the research that he does. Like He did it with Awake, too, to where there's these little bits of research you can tell that he... There's a thread there, that, and I really like that thread. Incredible. But it doesn't pay off because I just – it's gotten to the point where if Batman wins, it's, if our Batman wins, it's going to be because of Batman. It's and if he loses, he it's because, because Batman who left. Right, and the, it's a no-win scenario. It's the Bat-God, and I hate the Bat-God. And here it's the Bat-Evil God or the Evil Bat-God here with Batman who laughs. And now there's you know him becoming what he hates, and I get all that, but – I don't know what the right decision is. I don't know if, if in the story, him activating the last laugh is what the Batman who last wants him to do, or if it's what he didn't want him to do. And it's just, it's so murky. I also don't like him taking out the court of owls because he's the Batman who last and him going through and taking out the talons before. I just, I get it. He's seen all the different realities, yeah. but at the same time to keep the court of owls as a boogeyman, I feel is as effective. Like, Maybe they go along with him, and that's why he was able to do no, all of this. I think you know? um, the only thing I'll defend is you said, oh, you're not sure whether or not activating yeah. it is part of the plan or not. That, right, I that's part think, of the story. Yeah, no, I think that is, is based on what you said, an intentional feeling, because mm-hmm. that seems to be what, you know, what, what, what Bruce is like. is like, I, I don't know if this is what he wants me to do or not. I don't know if this is the right thing. Right, and that that's the crux, is Bruce doesn't know, but at this point, it's... It's because Batman on both sides, it, whatever yeah. it's going to be, it's not going to be fulfilling because this is not going to last. Batman's going to triumph for whatever it is. So yeah, that's fair. I just I'm wondering what the threads of James Jr. are because is he going to regress and is he going to be the thing that's coming out of this, the bigger threat? Because we all know that's why Snyder introduced him way back in Black Mirror, right? Is he's the greater threat of uh, of Gotham itself, so yeah, because uh, he's he's a born sociopath. Like he has no reason why he's like this. Versus you have the Batman who laughs. Is the reason he's like this is because of the Joker toxin. Shit went wrong. Yeah, yeah. And with James Jr., it's this is just who he is, and that's what's scary. No amount of good would ever change him. So yeah, that's fair. Again, there's threads in there. I just. Ugh, and the art's fine. Like, it's Jock does things, you know, Batman Who Laughs is perfectly creepy going and talking to the, the Court of Owls, and Jock's Court of Owls look great. Yeah. You know, it's, them behind the dead masks. Like, it, it's rare you can complain about Jock. Yeah. Well, again, it's not him. It's definitely yeah. Snyder, and I just don't. I didn't need to see the, the talons minus their arms. And I also feel like he's nerfed the talons. Like there's whole this whole year set up in Batman yeah. of the Court of Owl stuff where they were these badasses that took the entire Bat family to take out and to, to neutralize. And here Batman who laughs just rips off their arms. And now they're they're completely nerfed where I've seen Talons lose body parts and keep fighting. You know? So Yeah, that's fair. Uh, it's yeah. I'm I'm gonna rate it and I'm I'm gonna give this one a three point five. Ooh. 
Uh, oh, baby. Uh, 3.5. Feeling not quite alive. Uh, that'll take us on to Supergirl issue 30. Mark and Draco writing with Kevin Maguire on the art. So, uh, this one is the big confrontation with uh, Gandello. Gandello. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, Zinder's there. And this issue was a very quick read because it was very much just the, the fight. It was, it was Supergirl yeah. and Gandello fighting. So- I don't like in the physicals that I feel like I had more to go and I got to the end and I was taken by surprise because there's this big, thick preview mm-hmm. for Last Night on Earth. Um, so when you're reading it digitally, you're like, oh, you get to the end. It's fine. You don't have that heft of the pages. There's, yeah, there's, so, no, there's no expectation based on weight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just get to the end. And then here I go and, oh, no, I still have a, bu- oh, no, it's over. And But yeah, so the quick read kind of worked against it here. But I didn't. That doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it, because I like seeing Kara cut loose here fighting Gandello, because she's just like, no, she deserves to die for what she did. She wiped out Krypton, uh, and you see her get up to that cusp, and like she's, she's, she's removes Zinder from the um, from the equation by by using her her freeze breath, and basically telling Krypto to keep watch over him, and she goes to get the axe, and you think, oh man, is this you know what finally is going to happen and no yeah she, she she gets really really angry she's got the action this feels good i'm all angry um and then there's this really heartbreaking moment there's a, there's a great crypto moment before this where yeah. uh zinder's in the ice and he's like crypto you have yeah. to help me get out so i can help her he just he gives him this yeah. like evil look he's like <clears throat> like yeah yeah you. no you're staying here man yeah uh but you know supergirl goes to kill gandello with the axe and yeah. crypto jumps in and like we see the blade just stop in front of Crypto's yep. face, and it makes Supergirl, you know, reconsider what she was doing, and yep. she, you know, she thanks Crypto, Crypto for like saving yep. her. Uh, and it's a really sweet mode. It's a really sweet mode. Um, I will say on the art, there's a p- panel early on, yeah, uh, that I didn't like. A Supergirl's face. It okay. was uh, she's yelling, uh, "Plan to what? Finish her Kryptonian genocide?" When she's arguing with mm-hmm. Zinder at the start, and she just looks like so beefy. <laughs> yeah, is the only word I've got to describe it. Yeah, um, it's the bottom panel, right? You're talking about yeah, yeah, bottom panel. Yeah, yeah. Um, but all on that, the art's pretty, pretty good for the most part. Action flows really well. Like I said, it was a really mm-hmm. quick read. I was done with this so quick. Yeah, uh, I like the fight. The fight feels impactful because McGuire uses these big panels. Yeah, for like the first punch she lands on Gandello, it's just a close up of her, just smashing her face, and then. Um, you you just feel Kara's anger throughout every panel, but yeah, and there's the the you know Zinder's trapped in this frost thing, and Crypto's looking, and he looks so sad of what Kara's become, you know, yeah, yeah, because has, of her rage. So Crypto's used very effectively to mm. make this make this work and make make the emotion land, um, yep. and you know it's, it, it is it's, it's kind of exciting when she is going kind of badass with the axe, but ultimately it's the wrong thing to do. And the, the sad looking Crypto's face as he as he as he blocks her, just yeah. it, it melts your heart a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Melts your heart. Yeah. So she's like, "No, I'm sorry, Crypto. You're right. I, I, that's not who I am." Um, and then she does this, actually another big collection beat where she punches the ground so hard that uh, a pocket of well lava <laughs> from underneath yep. the crust of the, the planet comes up and blasts Gandello in the face. Um, and... Giant ice, a frost giant version of Gandello. Yep. You know, so. Yep. Uh, uh, but then the axe gets gets kind of wacky and it's like it's dragging her somewhere. 
um, uh, into a ship. And the big cliffhanger at the end is that Superman and John are both there. And, and Superman's like, oh, this is a unexpected, but, you know, happy yeah. surprise. And, you know, older John's like, oh, hey, cuz. Uh, so... Uh, this is it's going to you know find out what happens in Supergirl thirty one and Superman twelve. Yeah. Is Superman twelve the one that's out next week or is that next month? No, that's eleven. That's eleven. Eleven's okay. out next week. Yeah. I was wondering if that's why they pushed it a week. Maybe is that it makes yeah. more sense after the Supergirl? But yeah, maybe it's just yeah. Yeah. Um, that's next month. Uh, so no, it's nice that they're going to interact with each other, and you know they can reconvene and uh, yeah. you know, Kara can tell Superman what you know what she's found out about mm-hmm. Zar and Krypton's Zarn destruction and, and all because that. even. Even Zinder's like, oh, there's there's Zar cultist still alive. That, that's yeah. going to be a problem. So so yeah, so we're going to get a Superman and Supergirl crossover with John and Crypto both in the mm-hmm. mix as well. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but yeah. no, it was good, really quick read, but good. Uh, yeah. Uh, what are you giving it, Matt? I'm giving it an eight. Eight. Eight point five. Well, eight point five. Um, all right, we'll move on then. Uh, well, you two can move on to Hawkman issue 12, Robert Vendetti writing with Brian Hitch on the art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so this is the, the end of the first year and yeah. the end of the first major arc, and I think Hitch's and, last issue on the book. Yeah, and I, and I will say it sticks the landing very well. Uh, it does, yeah. Uh, we we get all the all the Qatars from, from times taken out the Deathbringers and dealing with their basic invulner- not invulnerability, but uh, unkillable. What was it? What's it called when you're unkillable? Immortality. Immortality. I guess? Invulnerability. Yeah. Invulnerability. Invulnerability because well, it's, it's more immortality because they, they can still be yeah. hurt and they die. They just come yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, Indestructible. Yeah. But, <laughs> it's more mechanical though, isn't it? Yeah. So so basically we um, we get this. whole... I've run out of words that begin with N to to satisfy yeah. Matt's question, but they is yeah. not a good enough thesaurus. But okay, do you have other suggestions, Ginger? No, but I read the issue, so I've got other things to contribute. <laughs> Piss off. But so, the overarching theme of this this whole year, you can say, is is change, and that that that's who Hawkman's always been, right? Is yeah. is time you know, change over time, and and so. It starts off with this, this him and um, what's his, what's his, Idam, yeah. Who in this issue looks a lot like Vin Diesel. So now that he does, his his voice to me at the end became Vin Diesel, and it made him that much more of a worthy adversary. Weirdly, (laughs) right? Uh, But so the 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 big Deathbringer ships are getting ready to 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 fire, and all of the Hawkmen are now basically willing to give all their lives. To stop them from destroying Earth. Yeah, and they're all just going in and you know setting bombs, yeah. trying to stop them. And and you know it's the oh, last one still active. And yeah. then Kryptonian comes in. He's like, oh, yeah. You know. But well, that was cool. We all know I love Kryptonians, but the the hawk creature from Metal just wailing on it with his hammer. Yeah, that's on good. that one. Such a good because you just see we know how big he is, right? He's this big, huge. But just see him on this ship and see how tiny he is, and he's still just going at it. And and there's a the thum and the the thum thum sound, you know. But yeah, yeah. no, the Kryptonian him going, you know, you know. But they say that I can fire lasers from my eyes with this yellow sun. I'd like to see that. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Let's try that. Yeah, and they destroy destroy it, and he makes Adam relinquish the generalship of the Deathbringers. 
by basically making him submit. He's like, I don't, I don't have to kill you, but I'm going to defeat you because I can't kill you. But I'm going to show you what I was the general and you served under me. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll you, you're only the general now in my absence. You didn't, you're, right. you're not actually worth it. Right. And he straight up rips that metal wing off of him. Yeah. That looked vicious, which was pretty dope. Um, and then he, he brings the mace down on his head in Grand Thor fashion. Yeah, and he's like, look, like, all right, you know, you've already submitted, but mm-hmm. I'm going to hammer the point home a bit and then right. smacks him. Yeah. And, oh, man, it, it was just very who runs Barter Town. That's all I kept thinking mm. from, from Thunderdome because he's just like, who's the general? And then that's what he makes him. Uh, and he commands the Deathbringers to leave. So, like, it's again. Like, hey, it's, hey, hey, go be farmers. Yeah. Go go do some good with with all the chaos you've you've wrought across the galaxy, which which means the big bad, whoever this this darkness of the abyss is, that you know they were serving. I'm sure is not going to be too happy about losing their army to to Carter Hall, um, but we get this really cool moment that one of the Deathbringers comes forward and it's Katar, the original, which yeah. which makes for some timey wimey. Um, which, such that's shenanigans, such a... yeah. And and it, it does happen. It's like, hey, look, you know, you need to remember. Yeah. And now our Carter remembers everything. everything. Yeah, from, from all time that, and space. Is there one on that page there where he's wearing the helmet in Naboo? Or is that just a, a similar looking design? I'm looking. No, are you talking the, the one with the top left. jetpack? Oh, is that the yeah, jetpack yeah. one? Oh, okay. Yeah, he's the jetpack one. That's the one from Rain. Yeah, yeah, never mind. But yeah, so he remembers everything, um, even even what just happened. So this is canon in all of their their lives now, which creates a loop, right? Which is what Hawkman's always been about. Yeah. So it's still true. So Idam being, you know, the one that started all of this. Uh, but but Xanadu comes up and she's like, you know, that was quite a show. You know, all the stuff that you've you've done now, it, it's all led to this. And it shows him writing in the journal, and um, he can't just sit idle though. Um, no, of course not. So he, he's gonna he goes, keep going. He goes and visits Adam, you know, at the end, mm-hmm. who's uh, you know, is is locked up in a big prison. Yep, and he's he's wearing some kind of thing that's neutralizing his power. Yeah. Um, but he's like, no, you you will slaughter again, because a new blood blood campaign. Because if you've done all this, it it's just gonna start anew. You yeah, yeah. you ended this, but it won't last. Something else will come up anytime, and you know it's a next Hawkmen of War. Yeah, uh, okay, I'm feeling. I know. I think the next yeah. issue is a you know a, that an in. adventure from the journal. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's maybe we're getting like a, an arc of those like journal issues. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And, that I, work. and I'm okay with that. But yeah, Venditti yeah. just stuck the landing so well. It's it's probably my favorite Hawkman story now. Now that it's done. Like, I was in from the beginning watching him rob, you know, temples and stuff, finding out who he was. And then we got all this history stuff. But to bring the essence of Hawkman again while keeping everything that's yeah. also happened, that's a, that's a real skill. Yeah. And to make all of this canon so they all remember that the, there was that time that they came together to basically save the universe and save Earth. It, it's real cool. You know, yeah, now, now we get to see him do the whole alternate lives things and now we have more like i'm excited to see the one from ran and even the one from the microverse and mm-hmm. the red harrier 
I, I hope we get the odd here. occasional mini just on yeah. the adventures of mm-hmm. one of these Hawkmen. Yeah. yeah. And, cool. and now we can go forward, too, because now that we've done the whole time loop thing, now yeah. we can have Carter Hall going forward being Hawkman because they, they see what happened with the red-haired woman who we see as Kendra yeah. um, and, and how that saved his life and changed his life. So, but yeah. Oh, so and, uh, Credit to, to Hitch over the 12 issues, mm-hmm. you know, no, I don't think there was ever a delay on the book. I don't recall nope. any, but you know, twelve mm-hmm. issues uh, in a row, um, yeah. and probably the best art I've ever seen from him. Yeah. So, I just yeah. wish we'd seen some Adam as, as Vin Diesel early on, because once I made that connection, it made yeah. his character that much more. Uh, I get it. I get it. Uh, so, oh, what would you rate in this one? Yeah, this was great. It's a, it's a solid eight. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a nine. Oh man. Yeah, really good. Stuck the landing. Let's go. I'm just enjoying myself over here. I'm reading a story about how a, a theater in Montreal accidentally showed Cursula your own instead of Detective Pikachu to a theater full of uh, little kids. I love it. You get one of those stories every so often. Yeah. Well, I was reading this one. What was funny about it is they were talking about how, because you know how you get trailers, that a horror movie will have horror trailers. So yeah. the parents are there with their little kids and they get a trailer for Annabelle 3. He's like, this is weird. Creepy yeah. doll scaring my kids i'm going to complain to the theater after this then they get a trailer for like you know child's play remake like this is very right. bizarre why are we getting all these horror trailers and then castle like i've not seen castle like your but apparently it opens no. oh i'm going to be seeing it for screams matt it's happening no i know i'm telling the other people sure no. okay but I'll, I'll be seeing it but people appara- who have the ability to save themselves apparently yes. it opens with a scene of a of a child being drowned and i'm like yeah oh, my dark sense of humor is loving this yeah <laughs> these kids are all scarred for pikachu? life <laughs> i really want to see detective pikachu looks uh, great pikachu is dead children dead yeah, no. it looks so good but that'll take us on then, on that note, uh, to our final book of the week, which is Wonder Twins issue four, where uh, the, the twins go out on uh, dates. Not not together, they go separate dates. I mean, it's a double date, Matt, not not with each other. Get your head no, out of the gutter. I'm laughing at Zan, because I, right. I wish there was more people like Zan uh, out there. Zan was making me laugh in this, because he, he gets this yeah. date with a girl who just clearly wants to make her ex-boyfriend jealous. And... Yep. He shows up at the movie theater while they're there. To be fair, she doesn't end the scene where where he asks her out at the sides fair. Yeah, true, true. Uh, but he, they get there and he's he's offering the ex boyfriend popcorn. He's just delightfully cheery. And he's that, so into gun cop. Uh, he is. Like it's his favorite uh, new movie. That was me at the movies. Yeah, yeah, that was me at the movies when I first started dating my now wife. I was like, nah, I paid tickets. We're watching this movie. No funny business. <laughs> yeah, and, you know. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> funny, but I like how he when he first started dating, like like it changed. Yeah. <laughs> like it changed. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's why we go see things twice. The second time doesn't matter as much. Oh, actually, I, I, if I'm reading this correctly, what you're saying is is that she stopped trying for funny business eventually, so I didn't have to tell her anymore. Yeah. There you go. Movies. I've solved it. Twenty dollars. <laughs> I paid for the movie. I'm watching the damn movie. Uh, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> if you want to go sit in the dark and make out, we could do that anyway. Yeah. At home, <laughs> just turn on the lights. Yes. Yeah. Oh, anyway, just... uh, so we, uh, yeah, so he's on the state, and he we meet up his sister afterwards, and she's asking about it. He's like, "Ah, oh, the Hunter ex-boyfriend are getting back together," and he's like, "No, it's yeah. fine. Like, you know, we had broken up in like three weeks anyway, and now we can be friends yeah. forever. You know, it's another win for another win for Zan." <laughs> yeah, and I, he's like, "I gotta go home to my my pet monkey. Yeah. He, he really cares about me." 
Uh, and also, um, the line I liked about the movie that you said was, uh, you know, it, you should have seen this movie. It was, Jaina, it was it was great. At first I thought it was really bad because like all the bad guys were really yeah. good at killing, but it turned out the good guys were even better at the killing. Better so everything worked out. It was at murder, not at killing. Uh, oh, at murder, murder, sorry. Murder. Better at murder. It was, he's basically watching a John Wick. Yeah. Because that, that's John Wick in a nutshell. Yeah. Oh, the bad guys are really good at killing, but the hero, better at murdering. <laughs> I love how the end is like, so it all worked out. Yeah. It all worked oh, out in the end. Cop. I want a gun cop shirt now. Yeah. Uh, that's a great just... shirt. And, and you have to wear it with a bow tie. Dating yes. this guy who actually wants to be a supervillain. Um and it... the red flag. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the parallels here to like you know dating someone and they turn out to be like an extreme nut job, like yep. it's, it's you know the parallels well, yeah, are really because, obvious. Because the first time you see him, like, oh, he's this nice guy at the science fair, and you know, calls her flashlight because of 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 her science project of a flashlight that runs off a of solar he's, power. He's, he's a bit like, uh, you know, that cheesy forwardness. You know, it's like, hey, you know, he'll be an opportunity and a contrived excuse for for you to see us me again. Yes. Yeah. He's very very open about that though. Yeah. yeah, and then he's like, ah, uh, what was it he says at the end? He's up to be, oh, all these single mothers, they take, take, you know, feeding off welfare. Am I right? Yeah, <laughs> he's he's one of those dudes. Um, yeah. and yeah, she so she transforms into like a, a cheater or something. Then and runs off. She's not having it. Takes off. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, and, and then the sub thread through this is is the um, what's his name? Um, Philo. Uh, Polly's dad. Yeah, uh, Philomath and Polly. Yeah. Her finding out that he has to work for for Lex, and she's she's disappointed in him, and she's created this this internet that's even better because it's based off of the human brain. Yeah, we get uh, um, more of the backstory as to what happened exactly with her mom. Uh, right. That, that she was killed. Um. So you know, if I have any complaints with this issue, it's just that all that subplot with Polly and her father are yeah. kind of relegated to the first half of the book and then once it switches from that it's just on the dates and it's just a fun book after yeah. that it's, it's, it's kind of weird on a pacing issue or a structure issue yeah yeah i yeah uh, I, I love the one scene with soups where he's like hey computer soft jazz <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love i love when when they're on the the date at garlic dungeon and he says uh i chose this place because they have unlimited breadsticks and i think you should have whatever you want in life debbie Assuming it's breadsticks. <laughs> that's <laughs> that, that's so sweet, Zan. <laughs> uh, oh man, I love Zan so much. Like he, he was getting on my nerves with the first couple issues. I was like, oh, this guy, he's just kind of this vapid. But this issue, I I feel Russell really hit the groove yeah. on mm-hmm. what makes Zan work, and he's just this lovable. He, he's Andy Dwyer if he could form into water. Like that's basically <laughs> who he is, and and I love it. So. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, no, that issue was good. I also, I also like the idea that the Justice League can take a night off because the Legion of Doom are having a mixer, so they know that there's not going to yeah. be any trouble. Yeah. Uh, so that amuses me too. Um, yeah. Just fun shenanigans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very politics, you know, how like the opposite numbers, you know, the, the, of the cabinet and then their, their yeah. opposite number, will they'll have holidays at the same time. They'll agree, like informally, it's like, hey, yeah. look, We'll do this at the same time. No funny business. We'll both yeah. just take a week off. Mm-hmm. Even even here, where politics is getting really, really, really nasty, they still agree when it's time to vacation. We're we're, we're going to stop the BS, and we're gonna we're just gonna take, take a, a week off. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's funny so. how they can all come to agreement on vacation days yeah. really quickly, but anything well, else and, <laughs> and giving themselves raises. They always oh, yes. agree. On oh yeah, that. very good at that. Yeah. Very good at that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know. But everything else, it's like the sky is blue. No, it's not. 
it's light it's light blue it's like well you guys are arguing the same thing just semantics come on <laughs> let's get it together let's do something good you know and that's politics for you yeah it's a room I full know. of corners <laughs> <sighs> some of the fights he picks you should hear it matt you should hear it um yeah, great fights no i'm not um what, what the twins for was 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 fun um yeah. so yeah such a delightful book yeah, it's yeah. not it's, it's, like it was making me smell a lot especially in the back half of the book when it got to the dates yep. uh so matt what you give it up uh eight i'm really enjoying this as it goes carter 8.5 I'll give it a straight eight. So there you go. That's mm-hmm. Wonder Twins, which will take us out of the part of the show where we pick our favourite stuff of the week. We do our favourite panel slash moment, our favourite art, our favourite cover, and our top five books. So Matt, what was your favourite panel slash moment? Um, I'm going back through... Um, I think it's going to be from, from Wonder Woman. And it's when, uh, when, when Steve shows up and she's trying to just piece it all together. It's that entire sequence. I just... I like that. Hmm. Ask her. Um, my moment is easily from Supergirl. It is a crypto jumping in a stopper using the yeah. blade, uh, and the look in his yeah. face is fantastic. Emotional yeah. hit point. Of the, had, the week. Had, had I gone for that, it would have been self-parody. So I'd, uh, I'd have caught that. <laughs> uh, Connor, I'm, I'm actually torn between two, which is frustrating because this is the first time in a while where I've not had a clear choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them's a. Uh, the, the one in, uh, it, it's towards the end of Flash where he's running and you know and he's like oh hey this is fun and he's smiling yeah I'm like oh yes this is this is what an origin can be like they can have yeah. fun <laughs> um, I, actually I'm gonna change mine mine's from Shazam now that I think about it it's it's you, it's Black Adam's last line now that I'm thinking about it we have a third option off off, your head. off off with your head Jabroni yes yeah, um, yeah. all right yes. Uh, I'm just I'm just throwing in my my, my second option for, okay. for for the for the panel because yeah. Matt's throwing in two now so I'm I'm doing sorry it. it's fine uh, it's also from Shazam it's oh. it's when when Mary transforms yeah that that full page yeah. it's very good no respect for the rules all these double picks can't be having it um, hey, I don't usually do it <laughs> um, all right uh, best cover then Matt uh it's the Wonder Woman Frisian yeah uh, yeah. Frisian uh, variant. It is so good, isn't it? I've, the I'm, the I'm Cupid also arrow through her. With it's, the it's one of the rare times that the variant is actually topical as well. Yep. Mm. Yeah. That's pretty good. I'm just clicking I, on some I, of these variants because I'm not seeing I do like them. The, the regular Flash cover, though. Um, I like that yeah. as well. Yeah. Um... I don't know if one's like sticking out to me quite as a. Uh... You know, it says a lot when there's there's a Sejic cover, and I'm like, yeah, it's pretty good. But which one was the Sejic cover? The uh, Batman on the Outsiders variant. Oh, I didn't see that one. I have to go back. But I mean, it's pretty good. It's solid. Yeah. But you know, it's not like my favorite Sejic piece. That's I mean, that's good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'll probably go with Flash. Actually, I think the regular Flash cover. That's what mm. I'm going with. That's good. Um, all right, best start of the week then. Matt? Zone first. Uh, Zermonico. Wonder, Wonder <laughs> Woman. Easy. Venditti, almost. Almost Venditti, but... Almost Venditti. Um, yeah, Zermonico, I'm a big fan. He means Hitch, obviously. Yeah. That's what I meant, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Venditti's art. Venditti has really good. great art suddenly. Yeah, he did it all by himself. Uh, Connor. 
Yeah, I was tempted to go Wonder Twins, but I'll, I'll give it to Wonder Woman. Uh, for Wonder Woman, as we said. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going... I'm going to give it the extra side for Outsiders. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. All right. Uh, top five books. Matt, go. Uh, Hawkman number one. Wonder Woman number two. Supergirl three. Wonder Twins 4, and Flash 5. Connor? Uh, Wonder Woman at 1, Wonder Twins at 2, Hawkman at 3, Shazam at 4, uh, Batman the Outsiders at 5. Okay. Um, my number one's Supergirl. My number two is... Batman the Outsiders, my number three is Wonder Woman, my number four is Wonder Twins, my number five is Detective Comics? Oh no, no, Shazam, Shazam, I forgot about Shazam. Shazam's number five. There you go. Uh, <laughs> um, he sounded so worried then, he's like, no, 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 can't have that be in the record. I'll be honest, yeah. my, my, my problem my problem with this week is that I rated so many things almost the exact same number, I was struggling to remember which ones I, I actually preferred. Yeah, I, I was really struggling there. I, was, I gave it a lot of eights this week. Um, Alright, so there you go, that is the favourites. Um, I must confess, I did leave it like quite last minute to uh, ask the twins. Well, it wasn't as late as last time, although... Uh, less responses in the last week though what I will say is from responses we got it was very split we we had picks for Hawkman picks for Shazam picks for Wonder Woman uh, very spread out which is maybe, maybe an old testament to this this week being fairly even and there was a lot of books that we all kind of liked mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I don't think there was a, a standout amazing book this week like there was a lot of really good books like I gave like a couple of 8s and 8.5s yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know that's, that's pretty much it um, but yeah so I'll tell you what's coming Next week. Next week, we have a Batman 71, Superman 11, Justice mm-hmm. League 24, Aquaman 48, apparently Shazam number 6. I assume that's been moved. Yep, that's not there. Yeah, yeah. That, I'd, yeah. I'd be shocked if that was Naomi still Naomi number 5? Uh, Naomi number 5 is the last one. Uh, Nightwing 60 is also out next week. Uh, me and Connor will get to that eventually, I suppose. <laughs> because Tyler makes us read it. If we must. But, um... Uh, Later week though. Just read, just reading what uh, Nightwing Sixty is about. I just oh god. Yeah. Uh, I'm seeing the uh, the Mister Miracle hardcovers out next week. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're a fan of hardcovers, get that. I have the trade paperback White Knight hardcover as well, which I need okay. to get the trade for that um, soon. Yeah, so it's a later read next week, which means we will probably ask for some questions on Twitter, um, and me and Connor will lately do some uh, Patreon picks, or at least uh... one or two. Yeah, at least, at least Cora should be doing Red Hood at the very least. Um, so that is uh, what's coming next week. Uh, so, of course, uh, to, to wrap up, we, we ask you to let us know what you think of the books this week in the comments or on Twitter at DC Comics Podcast. Uh, we, we, we like hearing from you. Uh, you can, of course, support us by liking, subscribing, or rating us on your iTunes app uh, or whatever podcast app you use. Give us a five-star rating and a review if you like the show. Help spread it, spread it amongst people who have similar interests. 
Uh, you can, of course, support us financially at patreon.com slash TV. We can support us for as little as a dollar per month. At the $5 tier, you get a bonus episode every month with me and Connor talking about a trade or a graphic novel. And we were, we were really behind because we are waiting on Connor seeing Shazam. We talk about the Shazam book. But he's, <laughs> he's taken so long to do it that we... we Things sque- keep going wrong. We squeezed in another book instead before we get to that. So actually, just uh, yesterday, uh, Teen Titans Earth 1 Volume 1 was the book that me and Carl discussed. Uh, I'll give you a one one sentence preview of that episode. It's absolute goddamn garbage. Uh, so you can go and see me and Carl talk about that in depth on Patreon. Um, I, but, I, I warned you guys. Yeah. I tried. Well, Complete, it, it, we, com- we, we knew this going in, but we were working our way through you, all you the look at you, you look at the, 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 the three names involved, right? With with the Teen Lemire Titans, of course, and then the Mirror and the Dodsons, and you're like, this can't miss. And then you read <laughs> Teen Titans Earth One, and you're like, I have made a huge mistake. <laughs> My life choices have led me down a wrong path. I should have been yep. a farmer. <laughs> so yeah. I bought that day one full price. <laughs> I, it I got it in a sale, like you know, years later. <laughs> just uh, give it away, Matt. Just give it away. Burn, burn no, it for fire. Like, burn it for fire. No. That might maybe. Yeah, you, maybe. you you don't want someone's first experience with Teen no. Titans to be that book. No, no, no. Um, right. Enough giving away Patreon for free, guys. Hey, if if it was softer, I'd use it as toilet paper, but uh, it it wouldn't work as that. Nah, the Dodson's art doesn't deserve that. <laughs> Dodson's art is still great. Yes. So uh, yeah, check that out on Patreon. Um, otherwise, though, that is us. So thank you very much for watching and listening. Uh, we appreciate it a lot. Um, it's worth mentioning, uh, we have a, another podcast called Television from the Multiverse, uh, where me and Carr talk about uh, DC TV shows every week. And I'm pointing that out because we're actually about to get into the, some of the finales of, of the current seasons of some of the shows. I think both Flash and Arrow in the next episode will be the finales we talk about. Uh, yep. Supergirl and Legends are, will be one behind that. They'll be like just. Uh, and then Doom Patrol, the one after that. Yeah, but then we have Swamp Thing, we have other things coming in. And me and Carl yeah. get back to watching Gotham. Uh, watch Carl watch he's drunk and we, we have fun and talk about it. So Yeah. But but do you know what else is is, is before any of that stuff? In the Shields back, baby. Yes it is. I'm so excited to go watch uh, it as soon as we're done. I'm gonna eat and then watch Age Shield and it's gonna be a great evening. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to watching that as well. Uh, but yeah, so so check that out. And also check out Elsewhere, Elsewhere in the Multiverse, which is me and Connor talking about books from other publishers. Um, you know, just, just in the last episode, we talked about an issue of Buffy the Vampire, so the hit comic book series, along with the first issue of the, the spin-off to that, which is Angel. So that was that was fun. Uh, so go check out that. Uh, but otherwise, as I so thank you once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep reading DC Comics, guys. And remember to never get lost in the Speed Force. Especially not in your origin story. Mm-hmm.